white as a motherfucking feather. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> well, let's go get some drinks and then kill a bunch of fuckers. Uh, sir? Sir? Ooh. What is it? Uh, sir? You're Winky Wink. Uh, this is not good. Winky Wink? Yeah, uh, yeah, sir. You're Pee Pee. Pee Pee? You're gravy chode, sir. I'm afraid uh, we lost it. You lost my dick? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we didn't lose it. It just m misplaced it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No dick, huh? Two fifty nine. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we're overdosing on tryptophan, then going straight to heaven to give God the good old slob knob. In <laughs> Fifty Shades of Gravy. <laughs> I never realized how good that name actually goes with the intro. Because <laughs> I'm fairly certain that Fifty Shades of Gray had had a certain amount of slob knobs going on, and a certain <laughs> amount of gravy. <laughs> What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, happy belated Thanksgiving. Yeah. 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 You could call this episode somewhat of like the leftovers of Thanksgiving. Oh, look at you. Because cause it's past the holiday, but fuck you, we're still doing a holiday episode. <laughs> I was going to say it was cute, and then you told everybody to fuck you. Yeah. Kind of, kind of a problem I've had the last week, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, getting into that. Mike likes to say silly things when he's been drinking. I know. Especially I know. wine. What is it about wine that makes you sassy? Mm, it gives me it gives me the sassy drunk. It does. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Same thing. That's uh, that's what happens with my wife, too. She gets all <laughs> sassy when she's on wine. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's that kind of drunk. It's, the, it's that hot drunk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it makes you warm, and then you, you act Oh, I fool. thought you meant... Like you feel hot because that's how I get when I like. No, no, it's a th no, literally like temperature wise. No, I'm, wise, you I'm feel talking hot. like I'm talking like sexy wise. When oh, I drink wine, oh. I feel super sexy. Um, yeah, I'm maybe. Like, I'm like, I definitely know that I don't get that when I'm drinking whiskey. I just feel like no, a slob after, no. after a while. Whiskey <laughs> just gives me that. Like whiskey gives you the type of drunk that whiskey's supposed to give yeah, you. You feel yeah. like a piece of shit. You're just like, yeah. I'm fucking garbage, dude. Like, <laughs> like wine makes you feel like a Baywatch babe, right? Yeah, hell yeah. And then whiskey just makes you feel like the fucking mm. blob. No, like daiquiris, <laughs> daiquiris and tequila make you feel like a Baywatch Bob. Ooh, not ba tequila. Baywatch, Baywatch Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Baywatch Bob? Uh, what's up? I'm Baywatch Bob. <laughs> Here, watch me run down the beach. My dick's just gonna flop up and down as I'm running. Fucking man titties just like <laughs> popping up and down. The ironic thing is he's not even fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so Baywatch James, Bob. What's James, up, dude? How's, how's the last two weeks of your life been? Not too bad. Not too yeah, bad. Just, yeah, you know. Doing anything fun? Celebrating with fam. We had... Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Have we, have we had a show since Thanksgiving? Uh, no. You were going up for Thanksgiving. Okay, On yeah. the last show. So we do... Uh, I know that because I listened to 10 minutes of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> So we do uh we did we did steaks Thanksgiving mm -hmm. uh two weekends ago mm -hmm. with my folks. 
and or was that last weekend? No, uh, nope, two weekends ago. Two weekends ago, and then uh, celebrated with my folks. Stayed up in Bad Axe for the night. had a had a lovely time. Oh, nobody got COVID this time. Oh, that's because good because everybody already had it from the funeral. Um, chilled out, had a good time, drank a lot. There you go. Uh, which, anything anything which, special? Which tends to happen. Did we drink anything special? Um, I was just drinking beers all night. Had some whiskey. And then, so no. And then I lost track. Okay. Might have, got, <laughs> might, might have had a little jazz cabbage. I don't know. <laughs> jazz cabbage? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, because I can do that in front of my parents now, now that I know that everybody in the family does it. I just never heard it called that. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's lachucci. And... Uh, and then uh, uh, we had our we had our uh, our friend's holiday party. We did. That was fun. Um, last weekend. Last, last weekend, yeah. Which was uh, went off without a hitch Again. for the most part. I'd no, say no COVID. <laughs> no COVID. We left that all with our other friends. Right. And then uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving yesterday. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah, Thanksgiving was nice. Thanksgiving was nice. It was low key. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just had just for me, just had a, a nice little evening over at the the in laws' house. With, oh yeah. With the in-laws and my my brother and sister-in-law and same you know, kind of the same deal for me. Just just fucking chilling I, uh, and having a good time. Yeah, man. I went over to Studio A last night. Oh, Studio A. Studio A. How's it How's it doing? Uh, it's good. Jay, it's, is uh, Jay Raj keeping it tight? Keeping it still, right? It's still good. We had li- lively conversations about George, the uh, the resident house guest. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, now, do Randy and Darla um Darla acknowledge George? They they know the stories. They've never experienced anything though. Okay. And then Justin promptly went downstairs to try to find all of the EVP sessions on the computer, <laughs> but they're on like an old hard drive and he couldn't find them. Oh, but. no. That but, sucks. Uh, yeah, I played a, a rousing game of adult heads up with, oh. with the parents. That was that was fun. Oh, boy. Yeah, how'd that <laughs> uh, go? Try, try, try telling uh, somebody's mother how to guess autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh. Yeah, autoerotic asphyxiation. There we oh. go. <laughs> Can't you just yell out David Carradine and everybody? <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> is... I couldn't think of his <laughs> name to save my life last night. <laughs> but uh, no, it was fun. It was uh, saw my parents, mm-hmm. uh, my my side of the family in the morning, and then uh, at dinner time, you know, because you know the whole Vigo. 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 That's the Carpathian. Oh, yeah. The whole vegan thing. Like, it's just The easy. whole family is Carpathian. <laughs> oh, so that. it's like... <laughs> vegan the Carpathian. <laughs> you go over there and everybody's sitting on a throne of blood on a mountain of skulls. It's really awkward. <laughs> oh, I'm totally into it. Um, no, nah, we just figured easier to go over there, though, for dinner because they were already half cooking all that stuff anyway, so... Uh, actually, uh, my wife asked me earlier today, are the architect's parents also vegan? No. God, They're, no. Okay. Oh, no. They, they cooked a full-on... Okay. Yeah, I said no yeah. because that's that was that was my recollection, but I wasn't sure because it. Uh... <laughs> Can you picture Randy eating a salad? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Actually, no, he he actually likes salad. Like I watched him eat one yesterday. Like I said earlier, maybe some <laughs> maybe some jazz cabbage. Ooh, <laughs> but... um, yeah, no, but uh, yes, yeah, so we kind of split our time uh, as as we do, you know, for for certain things for but, sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it was fun. Today's uh, do okay. Okay, speaking of Thanksgiving. Giving things. I watched. Yeah. I watched. Giving drinks. Mm-hmm. Drinksgiving. <laughs> that's mm, Drinksgiving. That, that's that's what our holiday party should that's be called. That's what this is. Drinksgiving? Well, no, because I think we talked about this because like, we used to do like a Friendsgiving. A Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. So passive. Yeah, that's a stupid fucking name. 
Um, I know a lot of people use that yep. name. It's yep. stupid. Yep. Be, be, we used to do it over at fucking more, Brian's house. Be more creative. Yes. Then again, though, our holiday party used to take place in December, but then everybody's been so busy with yeah. either COVID last year or just stuff this year. Yeah. We had to do it early. Yeah. But yeah, fucking Brian used to do the Friendsgiving <clears throat> thing and... That's cool, but you know. No, it's not. We're elitists, and we don't like other people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You guys tried to sneak a new person in this this year, and luckily she was quite I'm delightful. Two, I'm yeah. two for two. I'm two for two on uh, on. Uh, new the ju- the jury's still out on roommate Jen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> she's got. She's been around for like ten years now, and where I'm still not sure about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um but I. Uh, so what were you? <clears throat> Oh, I got a fucking bubble but, throat. But, uh, uh. You were going to say something, though. Yeah, what was I going to say? Though? Uh, it was, Friendsgiving, um, we used to oh, do the holiday oh. party. Speaking of Thanksgiving. Yeah. I watched, I think for the very first time, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. What? I've never seen it before. What's wrong with you? I've seen all the other ones. i just never seen Thanksgiving. Why? It is the most depressing half an hour of television I've ever seen in my life. Most of Charlie Brown is depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Why does anybody watch them? They're horribly depressing for the holidays. It's so cute. It's not cute. It's just him being bullied for 30 minutes. Yeah. It's not cute. It's cute. (laughs) It's not cute at all. He goes out of his way. Him and Snoopy go out of their way to make Thanksgiving dinner for his friends who just all invited themselves over to his house. Yeah. Forced him to cook for him. And when it wasn't what they wanted, they gave him shit for it. Yeah. What the fuck? It's like you guys all coming over to my holiday party having to eat vegan food. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it's more like a vegan coming to my house and demanding that I cook vegan, and then it not being right. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was like we 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 ended it, and we're just like, I never want to watch that again. That it's it's horribly oh, depressing. Oh come on, get over yourself. I'd much rather watch like planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, that's a fantastic movie. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just like Charlie Brown. I don't I like care Charlie how Brown too. Just is. that Thanksgiving <clears throat> special is just weird. That's probably the one I watch the least. Like yep. I'm super into the uh, the Great Pumpkin, obviously. Yep. Because yep. why wouldn't you be? Um, I like the, the Christmas special. I love. I the prefer, Thanksgiving one is probably the one that I I watch the least. There's two Halloween specials that uh, that no one really knows about that I like. Uh, one of them I just found out about this year. Uh, the Grinch has a Halloween special. Oh, I didn't it's know how that. The, it's like the Grinch Halloween, yeah. Really? It's, it's full-on old-school Dr. Seuss, the whole deal. It's not even new. Mm-hmm. The other one is the Charlie Brown and the Great Blumpkin. <laughs> that it's A lot of people don't know about that one. <laughs> you can catch that one on Showtime <laughs> at about 11 p.m. He's, he, uh, he's, you know, he's getting the Blumpkin while uh, laying out some peppermint patties, you know? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's the Great Blumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway, uh, what else has gone on? I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, shut up. I know. I'm I don't want to know anything. about it. I will, only thing that I will leave it this. I fucking loved it. Good, did you? Loved it. Good. Anybody, these fools well, on the actually, internet. I didn't have to know if, I didn't have to ask, did you? Yeah, I, I did. Because you fucking, I had, I had to step in on Instagram and say that Mike doesn't speak for both of us. And it's not because I don't think that I'm not going to, it's not because I don't think that I'm not going to like that's a lot of negatives double triple negatives or whatever it's not that i, I don't think, think that i I'm think that going i'm to gonna like it. like it but i couldn't allow mike to speak for both of us in this instance because he said gushing over I, it I, fine i can't stop gushing over it ghostbusters <laughs> afterlife was, who says that was just moist 
It was great. Okay, that's better. I was sliding off my chair the entire time in the theater. Um, I was squirting over it the whole time. <laughs> ectoplasm everywhere. Uh, no, like any of these fools online that are like giving it crap for like, saying it's like, oh, it's unoriginal or uninspired. Fuck off, dude. I've heard dude, a lot. It's- I've heard a lot of people complaining like it's it's uh it's um it's just. It's just two hours of fan service. It's not though. That's the thing. It's not. Even if it is, who gives a shit? No, like it's <laughs> it's not. Like, like every movie like that, there are certain beats they hit. But like, sure. I I'm not without saying anything else. This movie is wrapped in such a different package. It doesn't feel like a Ghostbusters movie, but yeah. at the same time, it's a fucking Ghostbusters movie. Right, right. But you know what? It is more so than that. Hmm. It's a Goonies movie. Oh, like it's it's a story about kids going on an adventure and the thing is you could never remake the goonies and have it work i mean is it this fills those shoes though let me it just does. is it stranger things but with see <laughs> i disagree i don't no, think no no no, no. Stranger i'm asking things, I, no i'm no. not i'm not i'm not stating that as a i'm asking stranger things because takes, i did give i did get like sort of a stranger things vibe from the, the trailer no, so but that's all I know about it's it. It's really the not. No, it's actually very different. <clears throat> I mean, granted, Finn Wolfhard's in both, so that, sure, that yeah, yeah. doesn't help. But uh, no, it doesn't make you even think of Stranger Things. Okay, all right. Um, but again, Goonies though. There's a lot of Goonies vibes to it, which is really really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's just an absolutely beautiful, um, tribute to Harold Ramis. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. But like, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. It, it's a great film. Uh, if you didn't like it, you're clearly wrong. Even Josh Etner liked it. So, oh, that, well, I don't know what that tells you. It's high, it's high, <laughs> high praise. But um, yeah, anyway, uh, I don't know. Today was Black Friday. Yeah, you get anything good for Black Friday? Did I? Yeah. Uh, Did you go waiting like seventy lines at Walmart and drop some elbows on some old people to get like an air fryer or something? No, bro. I like to shop small. You know. Oh. Um. So I did. Am- Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought I bought a couple things from uh, Wesson. Okay, Smith. No, yeah, Smith and Wesson. Yeah, no, the uh, the knife company. Okay, from, oh my God, from right here in Detroit. Your dad's company and Wesson should uh, should team up for a uh, booze and blades thing. Oh my God, Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. That's actually a fantastic idea. Right, right. Uh, that's Drunk, great. Drunken gonna... knife throwing competitions. Oh, dude, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> Why can't you have a drunken knife throwing competition? We go to a we go to a, a an axe throwing place and get drunk. That's true. I've always. Well, I don't so why can't you throw knives while you're drunk? How how does a place afford the insurance? Oh, dude, it's gonna that. be crazy. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be crazy. It's like having a fucking gun range with an open bar. Like, <laughs> you know, it's. But I, I I'll tell you what. Though, I've only been to one axe throwing place. You feel safe the whole time, except for. Who managed? Who managed to throw one of the axes and have it actually ricochet all the way back to the log? Who was that? Was that? Was me? it you? Was it me? I think it was you. It you and me. you and me were throwing at the same time because we were locked in a, a Dude, heated we, battle. We have video of it too. We're both like we were. Just, we both shatter bullseyes twice in a row. Absolutely. And then we were trying yep. to go for that that blue dot up yep. on the right hand side. And I think you hit it. That with wasn't the, that. No, that wasn't. Oh, it wasn't because I had the video of that. But I did. I do think that it was me that ricocheted. But the fuck, it. Yep. yeah. The it hit just in in such a way, like right on the butt end yep. of the the axe, where it ricocheted well, all the way back. In to fairness, us. those chain link fences are like trampolines on the walls That's you hit true. them in the middle they're gonna bounce back right um but yeah i, I those places how you can legally do that with <clears throat> booze is beyond me i don't know man um it's fun though i like I, it <laughs> i you know, okay you know how you know you're in a good relationship 
Like, no. what, you know, no. Telltale Time. No. For, for people like no, us who love wasting money on movies and all that kind of good stuff, you know? Yeah. I held off this year on Black Friday. Okay. I was like, there's a couple of movies that I want. One of them that I really wanted, but it was like, it's an $85 release that was on sale for 52 <clears throat> And I'm like, I'm not going to spend $52 on one movie. Okay. Right. I know it's like the collectible box and all that, limited edition. Yeah. But I'm not going to do it. It was the Flesh for Frankenstein uh, from Vincent, uh, Vinegar Syndrome. Vincent. Vincent. I feel like I'm about to get mad at you. Why? But continue. Oh, so so I didn't buy it, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not spending that kind of money on it. Like, I'm going to be good this year. I usually buy a little something. There wasn't too much other stuff that I wanted. So I get home, or, or, or uh, Kristen gets home today, and now, and she's asked me, you know, because I told her I was doing some shopping today, and I said, yeah, I said I, I was almost going to buy myself something. I held off on it, whatever. And then I explained to her what it was, and she goes, she goes, it's an Andy Warhol produced or like story by whatever Frankenstein movie. And I'm like, I said, yeah. She goes, that sounds awesome. You should have gotten it. <laughs> so then we looked it up or whatever. And like, we're like, we, I, we watched the trailer for whatever. And she's like, yeah, you should buy that. So she convinced me to then go back on and buy it. Plus something else from Vinegar Syndrome. <laughs> so I have somebody that supports my, my habit. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm mad at you. Why? <clears throat> because how many times, and I'll tell you how many times. Yes. Twice. It's yes. happened twice. Okay. To where you expressed interest in something okay. that you didn't want to spend the money on. Okay. So I bought it for you. You did not. Yes, I did. No, you, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. I can cancel my order if you still want to give it to me. The the Jaws soundtrack from Mondo. I didn't buy that. I know. You expressed interest oh, in it. Okay. And yeah. but you didn't want to spend the money on it. Sure. So I, so sure. I bought it so I bought it for you. Sure. And also Cruel Jaws. Yeah. I bought and, you. And, la- and I bought it, you land in it, Scotland. And did I ever? <laughs> and did I ever get? Did I ever get the whole thing? This is all hinging on you going. You know how you're in a good relationship. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. We've been in a good relationship for ten years, and then this usurper comes in. I, sorry, man. And all did of a you sudden, really you're buy like, it? did you really buy it for me? Did I buy what for you? The flesh for Frankenstein. No, not flesh for Frankenstein, asshole. You literally just told me you did. No, I told you that I bought you the the Mondo Jaws, and the. Do we need to go back and listen to this? Because the whole the whole point of you saying this is that you son of a bitch. I just bought this for you. No, I'm. And I I'm, said, did you? No, really? I go yes. No, no, no. What? No, no. I'm. <laughs> what is going on here? No, this is. What are you talking about? I said. I said. I feel like I'm about to get pissed at you yeah. simply because you said you know how you're in a good relationship because blah 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 blah. And I said, all she did was talk you into buying it, whereas I heard you say that you wanted something, but you didn't want to spend the money on it, so, mm-hmm. I, so I bought it for you. Oh, yeah. But you didn't in this case. Because I'm a better lover than she is. Uh, that's debatable. Sorry, Jay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hey, in fairness, we're gonna in have fairness, to com- we're going to have to compare notes. Because we had I- a moment today. Who, you and me? You you asked the group a question expecting an answer, and you knew I'd give it to you. That's absolutely true. You knew I'd give it to you. That's absolutely true. Uh, so Straight it, up the shoot. In our snap... <laughs> <laughs> in our Snapchat group, and I, I did steal... Uh, granted, I did steal the picture from Hollow Weekly okay. on, on Facebook, That's so fair. credit to them. But it was it was a picture of the New Line Cinema. We, we don't give people credit when we post things ever. Yet in our Snap group, you're giving them credit. Well, whatever. I just I will be. Yeah, just shut up. Um. So it was a picture of the New Line Cinema uh logo, mm-hmm. 
and it said, and I so I posted it in our Snapchat group, which is basically just all of the people in our friends yeah. group, like 12, 14 of us or whatever. And I said, okay, OG, OG test here. What do you think of when you see this? <clears throat> like, what's the first movie to come to mind? Interestingly enough, the first two <laughs> answers I got were from fucking Brian and the architect's wife. Yes. And they both immediately, like within seconds, said Home Alone. Mm-hmm. And fucking Brian even said, as soon as I saw the logo, I, I heard the intro music from Home Alone. And I go, that's interesting that you both just said that so quickly because Home Alone is not a New Line Cinema yeah. property. Yep, It's 20th Century Fox. It's so weird. So then that got my brain spinning out. I was like, why did these two people just say it? So apparently it's a thing. Yeah, it Like is. a lot of people think that... It's a Mandela the, effect thing. It's a Mandela effect yeah. thing. I think it has something to do with the... Uh, it's the shape of the New Line logo and the shape of the house. And the color. And yeah, the color, too, because the, in, the Home Alone... Because uh, this is a thing on Reddit. Yeah. I yeah. looked it up, and apparently there's a lot of people who think that think that they, they imagine that they've seen the New Line Cinema logo mm-hmm. before Home there's Alone. There's the thing in the beginning of Home Alone, too, where the <laughs> house and the logo fades into the actual house... Uh, the McAllister house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in in my brain, at least, I always, when I think of the Home Alone with the New Line symbol, yep. I can see people thinking that the New Line symbol, because it's very similar to the shape of the house with the angle. The angle of the, the one. the chimney with yeah. the other thing. I can see them thinking that that, <clears throat> that that logo fades into the logo in Home Alone. Right, right. I can see that, or look to the house, whatever. I Which can, makes sense. Yeah. But... The point of this yes. was, I was everybody started throwing out their answers. I was like, okay. Justin threw out a respectable one, which sure. was uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, and yep. I was like, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm I mean, looking, I'm looking. Of, it's the house that Freddie built. In All right. I was like, I'm looking for a specific answer here, though, and I was like, I'm banking on Mike knowing this one, and of course, Mike came up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because that's the only answer. Of course, if you see the New Line Cinema logo, the only answer. TMNT, baby. Is TMNT. Yep. I want to watch that first movie That's now, the only badly. Oh, oh, and yeah. I will. I probably oh, yeah. will. I had to watch two other movies today, so I didn't have time. <laughs> so did I. But uh, I will watch Teenage Mutant Ninja yep. Turtles probably tomorrow. Anyway. Anyway. That uh, was it. Real quick. This is a long intro. Yeah. Oh, who cares? It's a long intro. <laughs> who cares? Just because I have a platform here, I need to put this out into the world. Oh, boy. Speaking of Mandela effects. Okay. Who sings the old classic... <laughs> Butterfly kisses, <laughs> and 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 I and anybody listening to this, I, I don't care if you've never interacted with our show, if it's the first time you've listened to this, I need you to comment somewhere and tell me who sings that song. I know who it is, but you need maybe you need to sing us a portion of it so that people know what you're talking about. Because when you first asked me this question, I didn't know what song you were talking about. It's the, the, it was the, until you hit that one the, note. You know, the butterfly kisses yes. in the light. I, I, I don't, no, no, I, no. You got to hit I, that I, one I'm note. Going, I'm going to. There's, there's a part in the song where he's like, uh, he's like, oh, for all that I've done wrong, I must have done something right. Yes. That's the one. To deserve every night and butterfly kisses at night, or however the, the words go. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> Wait, don't, don't say no, it. I, don't say but, it. But I feel like I need to because it's, it's the point of it, though. <sighs> Is it? I th- No, <sighs> don't say it. We'll do it on the right, next episode. Right. We'll say it on the next, next episode. Maybe. I, just, I need, to, without looking it up, nobody can look up the name. Just like if you know the song, who is the first person that comes to mind that sings that song? Yeah. That's all I need to know. Yep. 
and I want you to look it up because that'll ruin everything. But yeah. it's it's the most Mandela effect thing that's ever fucking happened to me. Really? That's the most Mandela effect it, thing? It is. Like, this is the one. Oh, like, okay. everyone's got that one thing that they find, like, a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. This is mine right here. Okay. Because I can hear it in my head. I know what it sounds like. Right. I hear his voice. Yeah. It's not the other guy's voice. To be fair, don't you always and hear... And the architect knew what I was talking about, too. To be fair, don't you always hear his voice? Well. I mean, my Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually agree with you though. There's, there is a, there's a version of that song where on that something right. There's a, there's and then, a, and then, and then it some crescendo. There is and a, then it comes there back is in. a version of that song where the dude just belts it. Yes, and it's not in and any it's of the not versions. In that version, there's like any of the seven versions different that we versions up. that we listen to. Yeah. It's not any. So of there's, those. there's something out there. And there's... I scoured the internet. The person that I think sings it has never sang it. There's yeah. not a single recording of it. Yet I know that I've heard it. Which is bonkers because it's totally up his up his alley. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, speaking of up the shoot. <laughs> speaking of up the shoot, let's get to some corrections from last week. Two weeks ago. Whatever. What the fuck ever, dude? Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. Uh, the only correction that I have is just basically uh, saying that yes, we were right because we're medical doctors. Yes. It's if you got chicken pox, mm-hmm. then you are you have the virus in your system, which can then relater surface as shingles. Yes. That's how that works. So I think we that's what we said, but we were well. Not we sure also about we it. were wondering if because you said that uh, that the old guy from work came to yeah. work with shingles, and you were wondering if you could get shingles. Yeah. Uh, you cannot get shingles from somebody who has shingles. Really. But you can get chicken pox from someone uh, from someone who has shingles. Okay. If you have never had chicken pox or you never received the chicken pox vaccine. Gotcha. Okay. So so shingles itself is not contagious, can but you if you've get, never had chicken pox, you can get chicken pox from the person with shingles. Can you get the chicken shits from somebody with shingles and then go on later in life to have shit on a shingle? Yes. Is that how that works? I believe that's how that okay. works. It's funny that you brought that up too. We were just talking about shit on a shingle uh at my family's Thanksgiving. I only brought it up because we were talking about it at Thanksgiving last night. Oh really? Dude, James. There's there's a whole I, We're the same. Like the same. our like I I think it's a I think it's a boomer thing. Like I think shit on a shingle was a it was like a poor people food thing. <laughs> it was no, it was like a depression era food thing. Like, well, it's I, not I no, mean, not no, not depression I don't, era. I don't mean not like depression. Poor, era. I don't mean like poor people. That's not what I meant. But well, when we were talking, it's not depression about era. It's like when, bo- like when our parents were kids. No, I but I think what it was though is the way they were talking about it is is the reason that our parents had it. It's because, oh, it's because they had it. Like it was yeah. something that they had because okay. it came from depression. Apparently, era. it's fucking, sorry that was very insensitive. Poor people food. I, 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 nah. <laughs> It's, I don't it's want to be that. Dude. I don't want to be that guy. We we know what you meant. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, they didn't last week. <laughs> but it's apparently fucking delicious. Oh, I'm sure it is. So I told my parents next time Very I come fibrous. Next time I come home, I want I, I want to have it because it's what is it? It's it's like cream. It's it sounds disgusting because creamed peas sounds gross. I know it's like canned chicken. It's canned chicken, creamed peas. On Not to- that whole on, chicken shit. On toast. <laughs> you ever seen the whole chicken in a can? Oh, oh dude. Oh. The way it just slides out. It looks it looks like it looks like what you see uh before the final finale in a really, really disgusting adult video. <laughs> 
just it just gobbed up with, uh, with canned lube. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Bef- I have the drumstick. Before oh God. Before I get to the rest of the corrections, yes. I do want to bring up something in the heat of our battle earlier over uh It's the heat of the battle. Yes. Yeah. Sure. When we were talking about uh who's a better friend and lover and stuff. You did bring up the fact that you you bought me land in Scotland. Yes. Which I'm pointing to right now you because are. and I I do want to I want to I want to I want to kind of even even everything out, even okay. the playing field. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you did buy me land in Scotland. I, I am officially lord James Baird because We've talked of you. about this on the show. I'm officially Lord Michael Hackman, and we need to feud. We need to go there with mini cannons <laughs> and feud over land. We get those little like rubber band guns. Yes. <laughs> Just... I'm gonna build a I'm gonna dig a little one inch whoop, little one inch moat around my property. Absolutely. Fill it with sea monkeys. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Sea monk sea monk. Sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. Sea yeah. monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, this is more of a nitpicky thing on my part. So the Joker movie came out on October 4th of 2019. Okay. If you went to see it on opening day, which I, did I, not. Which I know you didn't. No, no, I saw it way later. Right. If you went to see it on opening day, it would have been 784 days between seeing Joker and Eternals. Okay. Which is... Just barely over two years. Okay, fine. but I know you didn't go see it on opening day. Opening opening okay, day, fine. so so closer to two years. Yes, little less. Okay, not, whatever. Not closer to two years. No, no, two I, years. I said, I, well, I meant like close to two years. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit less. Yeah, 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 whatever. Um, and then uh, uh, oh, I was gonna bring something else up, and I'm not going to. Why? Because bring it up. I'll explain it to you later. Mm. No, it's it would be best if I didn't bring it up. Ooh, yeah, spicy. Yeah, it's saucy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of sauce, James, what are we drinking this week? Uh, oh, that's a wow that's a banger. Didn't even plan that banger. <laughs> give me, give me, give me one of these from across the. Yeah, okay, uh, can you grab those beers for us, please? Yeah, here, here you go. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Um, ooh, McKellar. Mm. C. Keller's becoming one of my favorite uh, breweries on the show because mm-hmm. yep. we've had uh, we've had what maybe five or six of them no, at this point. I think three, two, two, maybe two. No, yeah, maybe no, two. dude. No, there we was had, two we had, weeks. We there was two, two weeks, weeks in a row, in a row where that's we had the first them. time that I had them though. No, yeah, yep, no, yep. Fairly all right, um, man, this is hard to read. Hold on. Yeah, you turned off all the lights in here. It's like you're trying to get fresh in here, bro. I'm trying to cultivate a, a very specific kind of vibe down here, and I feel like I'm doing a good job. All right, so this is uh, from McKellar Brewing in San Diego. San Diego. Uh, limited series, MKSD Staff Wizard. The Staff, Staff Wizard. <laughs> Staff Wizard. <laughs> you want to explain this one to me? Um. No, uh, the reason that I got it is because I was desperately trying to find a cranberry themed beer for Thanksgiving, cranberry sauce. You know? Yeah, uh, and this is the only cranberry esque beer that I could find. Yeah, That's if, all. because it's, it's, it's all because if flavor. you because if you rearrange the letters in the Staff Wizard, it actually spells cranberry. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> also, in Thanksgiving Three, there was a guy with a staff. <laughs> oh. Oh, the long, the long pike, <laughs> the, the long pike for Thanksgiving land. <laughs> um. So this is a Berliner Weiss. Style ale brewed with cranberry and yuzu. Now, oh, it smells like cranberry, so I think I did good. Now, yuzu is a uh, 
uses a flavor that has showed up in like probably two or three of the beers mm-hmm. that we've had over the course of this show. Yeah. Do you know what it's, it is? It's an interesting flavor. What's that? Do, do you know what it do is? Do I know what it is? Yes. I don't actually know what the fruit itself is. Neither do I. What's, how, um, do you, how, do you, uh, how do you spell it? I'm Y-U-Z-U. Y-U. Y-U-Z-U? Y-U-Z-U. Y-U-Z-U. Okay. Well, like I, think it's, I think it's Asian because I, I think they uh, use it. Yuzu in... is a citrus fruit and plant in the family Rutaceae, uh, East Asian origin. There you go. It looks like a lemon, honestly. Does it? Yeah. But it's got a very distinct flavor. Yeah, and I can even smell it in there. It's got almost like a... It's citrusy, but it's... um. It's a souring ingredient through the use of its juice and its zest. You do not eat it plain. Then again, though, I eat lemons. You don't plain. do that. I mean, well, I you eat don't. Lemons plain, I, so. But you don't typically eat yeah, lemons yeah, yeah. and limes plain, right? You yep. use it for its juice and its yep. zest. But this does smell very cranberry-ish, doesn't it? It does. I can pick up the cranberries. It kind of. That, that was the whole point, you know. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Giving without the cranberries. Yeah. Cheers, bud. Uh, cheers. You're gonna try and make it all the way over here. Yeah. We're okay. having a harder time reaching each other, even though. The table is smaller this week. Is it? Is it? No, it's not. Nah, we didn't have any of the leaves in there That's last true. week. So, all right, let's give this a try. Oh, that's delicious. That's nice. Yeah, these um, that's refreshing. These McKellar beers are are banger. They're so good. Mm. so good. Tastes like cranberries. A little tart. It does. I'm, yeah. that's really I'm nice. trying to get everybody into loving straight cranberries as much as i do like i get a bag of them every year for thanksgiving i'll snack on them i love them they're tart little like tart bombs i (laughs) I, little tart bombs. i love them so much and they're the crunch is good you can put them in any of your drinks you know you did you uh they're they're so good so so mike was there's 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 one thing that's hard to turn down when you're standing across a room from somebody and it's if they hold something up in the air, implying that they're about to throw it at your face. Yeah, you got to catch it in your mouth. This is how you could kill me if you ever wanted to. Mm. Cyanide pill? Ooh. Like, I wouldn't be expecting it. But the, <laughs> my natural my natural instinct, when you hold up your hand in the air and you go, James, and like mm-hmm. give me a little tossing motion, I'm going to catch it in my mouth. Yeah. Well, so Joe, you could kill me if you wanted to. But I wouldn't. I might tell you it's cyanide or not, but... But really, it's... no, no. I tell you, it was a cranberry. <laughs> You'd think it was cyanide, but jokes on you. It's just baby batter. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, gross. <laughs> right, at that, a roll at, at that point, I would actually prefer the cyanide. <laughs> but yeah, like Mike, Mike goes James, and he gives me like a little, the little, the little <laughs> universal motion for I'm flick. about to toss yeah. something at your face. And he throws it. I catch it in my mouth and I crunch down on it because it looked like a grape flying at me. I was like, I'll catch a grape. For once, Greg can't can't say that I'm the one that's uh, that's given the inadvertent uh, innuendos. So so it landed in my mouth and I bit down and uh, immediately it's it's a tart little tart bomb. Yeah, it is a tart bomb. It's so good. Little tart bomb. Was it bad? No, no, it's so good. No, it's just like I could maybe. I'll, I, it's I like a eat, natural warhead. I could eat a few of them. I'm not gonna sit there and snack on them for like no, no, no. a half hour. Or I anything. get like a small handful of them, and then I'll just walk around the house just eating them, like maybe once, yeah, sure, whatever, like five fine. minutes or so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're great. Did you ever eat crab apples when you were younger? No. See, crab apples are very sour too. Because crab apples, though, always had worms in them. Always. 
Like all the so? crab apples that I was ever. Yeah, nah. So what? Nah. You won't eat a worm? Not a wormy kind of guy. Oh, we used to eat worms just for fun. That's weird. Well, dude, <laughs> you used to jump out of buildings into yeah. trees for fun and that's, almost break your back. That's not eating worms. I did. I, I would was, eat a worm. <laughs> that's not, I did, that, I did, that's not that crazy. I did date somebody who won a mealworm eating contest once, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And our let's, buddy snorted a mealworm. Let's worm. not talk about her. Yeah, we can talk about him. That's fine. Our buddy snorted a mealworm. That was. It's probably still in his body. It's probably Ugh. a tapeworm now. Ew. <laughs> or it probably went up into his brain. That's mm. why he's so smart. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's so smart. Yeah, all those smarts of letting your hand on fire with hairspray. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what an idiot. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway. We have stupid friends. Um, James, what are we watching this week? So this week, uh, to celebrate the season... Mm-hmm. Because it's the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched a couple of Thanksgiving movies. We thought that we had pretty much, uh, pretty much ran out of options as far as Thanksgiving movies. There's but actually, then actually Mike actually left. threw like four more at me. I was oh, like, yeah. "Oh shit, we can do this for another two years." Oh, yeah. Uh, so this <laughs> this week we watched Thanks Killing Three. I mean, we did the first one. What happened to the second one? Stick around to find out. Yes, you'll find out. But we had to do Thanks Killing <clears throat> Three. Thank, thanks killing three the turkey's back and uh and then also we watched uh if you're familiar with the into the dark series on hulu we this did is, an episode called pilgrim this is the first into the dark uh movie we've done same yeah i mean oh, has, have you watched any of the other ones no i haven't yeah so i never I've, have yeah um i i call them movies yes they're technically episodes of a series but it's like they're hour, movies it's an hour and 20 minutes long movie. that's yeah. a movie dude yeah yeah, yeah. um and uh, lots of, uh, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But um, so, um, yeah, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. The bleed feed. <laughs> All right, James. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks here, and uh, we do have one death that we need to get to yeah. before we move into some news here. Uh, this one's kind of sad. Uh, rest in Pete's. Pete's. Rest in Pete's? His name's not Pete. I'm not sure where Pete came from. <laughs> rest in peace uh, to Joey Morgan. Uh, Joey Morgan uh, was a... Uh, he was in Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not actually seen that. Uh, he was also in Critters, A New Binge, which was that Critters series that was produced like alongside... Separate, but alongside the release of that new Critters movie that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, he was in that. Uh, he passed away this week at the age of 28. Uh, no idea what he actually passed away from. Uh, it sounds like it was sudden and... Um, unexpected. Unexpected, and that just sucks. That's incredible. It's way too young for anybody to be dying. Did you um, Did you read the... So I was reading that story on yeah. Bloody Disgusting. I went down to the comments, and... Some asshole is like, uh, he's like, he's like, who is this? Oh, nobody. Okay. And I was like, you're fuck fucking, off. you're a prick, dude. Yeah, fuck you, dude. Um, and then somebody, I think somebody from Bloody Disgusting, like, called him out and said, you're obviously just an asshole who wants engagement, which I guess I'm giving to you, but I should call you out anyway. Yeah. But no, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not familiar with his work either. But the fact yeah. that he did stuff, in but the even. Horror, to- Horror genre, he would probably continue to do so. He could have been 
somebody huge down the road, you know? Like, Even if it's a... We're missing out. Don't trivialize a young person's life. Yeah, like no, that. exactly. Like the, so, David exactly. David Timms, if on the on the off chance that you're a listener of ours, go fuck, fuck off. Go fuck yourself and stop listening to our um, show. Literally, I see it right here, yeah. That's yeah, fucking... What an asshole. Yep. Um, yeah. So, anyway, sorry. You, sorry you to... Left, you left a pathetic, anemic, diarrhea pile of a comment. thank you young robot whoever that is from bloody disgusting asshole (laughs) or somebody it's it's the logo but yeah it's just yeah yeah young a young person young person passing it's sad dude it's like don't don't be an asshole you have no idea and you also have no idea what the circumstances are yeah could have been something horribly tragic like you're you're an asshole yeah so um anyway but but, but more importantly rest in peace to joey morgan that's awful Speaking of other things that are horribly tragic, typically speaking, American remakes of Asian horror films, not very good. <laughs> typically, I said typically speaking. Yeah. There's, there's some good ones. Uh, however, this one I have high hopes for, um, because even if this movie is half as good as the original, it's still better than most American movies. <laughs> um, the remake, uh, Timo, who, I don't know how I'm going to say this name, uh, Timo Tahantos. I'm going to say Tahantos. Timo Tahanto's remake of Train to Busan. Because Train to Busan is easily one of the best zombie movies we've ever seen. I actually don't know how you would say that. I'm name. going Tahanto's. T J A H J A N T O. That doesn't even sound. That's not. I think the J is silent, so it's just Tahanto's. Hmm. That's an interesting. It's like jalapeno. Name. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so a, a remake but, of Train so to Busan. So we've, we've known this is coming because James Wan's Atomic Monster is producing it. Okay. Uh, so we've known this was coming, uh, but we now have a title for the American remake, and I actually kind of like the title. Uh, it is not going to be called Train to Busan. It is going to be called Last Train to New York. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I kind of like the title. I think it's uh, kind of cool. I mean, it's the same. I, it's essentially the same It's thing. the same. I don't really know anything about Busan, but Busan... From what I gathered from the movie, Train to Busan is yeah. a is a metropolis. Yeah, so it makes sense. It it makes me think of you know the original movie was them trying to get from point A to point B, right? Right on the train, right? Uh, if I'm remembering that correctly, yeah, yeah, they were traveling through whatever, trying to find his daughter. They got separated. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it, for some reason, last train to New York harkens the Warriors to me, and I'm thinking like. What if it was like a, a zombie movie mixed with the Warriors? Hmm. That would be really awesome. I'm not saying that's what this is, but now I really want to see that movie. And Last Train to New York sounds like a great title for it. Where it's like like <laughs> like gang warfare, and then like they need to team up to or or it's just, it's just zombies. Like they're running into like like the gangs all turn into zombies, but, oh. but the zombies then have the personalities of the gangs, <laughs> right? I think of, it'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of fun. Last yeah. Train to New York. Um, no, I'm excited for this regardless, though. Uh, we will definitely watch it, even if it's terrible. But uh, speaking of remakes here, uh, Paramount Players, which is a, uh, it's a, you know, it's another version of Paramount Pictures. They are uh, diving headfirst into their catalog of what they have. And uh, it turns out we are going to be getting a remake of Pumpkinhead oh, coming soon. Really? Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. The first one's pretty perfect. I'm not sure what you could do to possibly make it any better. Yeah. God knows Stan Winston's not coming back to do the effects, so that's already uh, about five feathers out of your cap there. <laughs> um, but uh, if you're into that kind of thing, you're you're going to be getting a Pumpkinhead remake. No idea when that's coming, but it's a thing. All right. 
just uh yeah you're right over there you sound like you're, you're yeah i'm, you're I'm bubbling over i was bubbling over there for a second sorry about that uh speaking of bubbling over because i'm looking at uh chesticles um joe bob <laughs> ruins christmas uh <laughs> oh you're gonna darcy i was looking at darcy and i can say that and not feel bad about it because she puts those bad boys on display Pretty much everywhere she goes. They are they are there. Good. Follow her on Twitter. If, <laughs> if if you ever wanted more Darcy, follow her on Twitter. Um. Anyway, though, Joe Bob's Joe Bob ruins Christmas. Uh, he's back for uh, Christmas with his annual uh, show here. Uh, not part of his not part of the series, but you know it's one of those extra couple they do a year. Uh, it's gonna be on December seventeenth this year on Shutter at nine o'clock. Just get Shutter. Just get Shutter. Just do it. A month. A month. Do why, it. Why wouldn't you? Just do it. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. <laughs> Don't be silly. Don't be silly. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's. Uh, I just like to let people know when Joe Bob's coming because because I enjoy it. Um, if I could interrupt real quick, sure. I think I have a pronunciation of that name. Ooh, and what is it? Sorry, I've been working on this for a minute. <laughs> what do you got? Well, I went to his uh, to his Wikipedia. Okay. And it gives he's Indonesian first okay. of all, and it gives a. A phonetic spelling here. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, this little symbol right here is like a like a sh sound. So I think it's tisha janto. Tisha janto. Tisha janto. Like so Timo Timo tisha janto. Okay, that's. I a think fun that's name. yeah. I think that's how you say it. And if tushy I'm janto. if I'm wrong, then uh, somebody correct me. It sounds like you're shushing somebody. I did my best. Timo, shush, shush, <laughs> uh, Anyway, though, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Moving Tushy, on. Shut your fucking mouth. A couple years ago, we got a, we got a couple years ago we got a release of the stuff. You know, Larry Cohen's uh, seminal the stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, it seems as though a director's cut has just been unearthed oh, that no one that. ever knew existed. Yeah. Uh, and apparently though. People did know it existed because it was found in the Academy of Arts and Sciences library <laughs> uh, with the government here. Surprise! Um, we had it all along. But it's the cut has thirty minutes extra in it. That's a lot for a director's cut. Thirty extra that's, minutes of people's. That's like a third. Bodies melting. It's a third of the movie longer. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully and we'll see that it's all full frontal male nudity. Oh my god! I hope so. <laughs> I like that stuff. <laughs> the stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, hopefully we, that will see the light of day and we can get that on Blu-ray to add next to the already fantastic, what was that, Screen Factory that put that out? I think it was Screen Factory. I think so. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Arrow put it out. Oh. Arrow Video put it out. But uh, yeah, hopefully we can get a nice swanky director's cut to go next to that because uh, I definitely want to see that. Um, also, James. Yes. Do you like Hammer Films? Uh, not yeah. MC Hammer. Oh, uh, then no. No. Oh. <laughs> well, Hammer Films from from uh, from the Britain. That's not how you say that. Talking about talking about TMNT, right? TMNT. Oh, Hammer. Gotcha. Hammer. I'm I'm I'm. No, that was Vanilla Ice. Wasn't Hammer in the first one? No. Yeah, he was. He wasn't. Yes, he was. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. When uh, I swear to God, MC Hammer was in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wasn't he? Nope. Damn. Nope. 
Are you thinking of the uh, the theme song with T U R T L E Power? That, no. that theme song. No, because it sounds like it could be Hammer. Wasn't but it's it not, Hammer? It's not. Are Hammer. you sure? Positive. Okay. Po- I don't know who All it right. is. I'm mixing. I'm, I'm mixing up. I'm mixing that up with the visual of when Toka and Razor break into the club. Oh yeah, that's in two though. Right, that's yeah. in two, Come and on, that's James. vanilla, and that's vanilla ice. Come on. That's Robert Van Winkle. Yes. Yeah. Come on, James. Fuck. I expected better out of you. Shut up. All right, Hammer Films though is coming back. Uh, Hammer Films has teamed up with up oh, lost it here uh they're they're, they're teaming up with a uh, a new distribution company uh to form hammer studios limited which is going to focus uh it's going to invest substantially in both restoration and new production development from both its owned and newly created ip so if you're a fan of british horror and you're a fan of the hammer films uh sounds like you're going to be getting restorations probably remakes probably new well obviously new ip um, so that's exciting. More more horror is is good. More horror is good. More horror is good horror. More horror good. More horror good. More horror good. <laughs> MC Hammer contributed the song This Is What We Do to the 1990 film soundtrack where it is the first track. It's but it's not the song you were thinking of. Not the It's exact. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up because right, maybe we'll it, it is the song I was thinking. We'll look it up on break. Uh, because before you get there James, uh, you need to tell me what's new on the blue. <sighs> I suppose so. Um uh, because it's been almost a full four minutes since Mike bought anything uh, Evil mm. Dead related, we're going to kick this week's uh, list off with uh, Evil Dead, the Groovy Collection. Yep. 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 Which I'm guessing uh, Mike is not super stoked about. Not. I mean, the packaging's cool. <clears throat> the, evil, the Evil Dead Groovy Collection includes the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and all three seasons of Ash vs. Evil Dead on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital and is available now for eighty dollars. But other than that, it's there's no. So you're not getting the discs themselves. If you look at the discs, yeah. the disc labels. I know every single release that those discs came from. Right. They're not new for this right. at all. So they're there's... just recycled discs that they probably had sitting in the warehouse. Like we need to get rid of these. Okay, let's put them in a box. Like I don't, I don't like shit like this. I don't like, like what's. The... I like the idea of a new like of of a like a collection, right? But it doesn't have Army of Darkness, so that's, that's the not thing. Like it. that, yeah, I don't like these col- these collections that you're gonna skip from the two the first two movies to the last. Yeah, the well, last thing that in, was. In fairness, though, the know. TV show barely mentioned Army of Darkness because they didn't have the rights to even reference it until that's, season two. Yeah, that's and true. that's the whole reason that it's not in the set is because Army of Darkness is owned by another company i forget who owns it yeah uh but they're not the same companies basically yeah that's true so that's why it's like that but if you're gonna if you're gonna put a collection together work with the other companies and don't release it until you get everything well that's like come on that's like pulling teeth though dude scream factory did it with halloween oh. which which is a set uh and, and with halloween and with friday the 13th, oh, friday the 13th which like, that's a fucking nightmare oh yeah, yeah so many different people own those things mm-hmm. and 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 scream factory because they give a shit <laughs> pulled it together and put it out that's a fair point so go go fuck yourself i love evil dead but Goodbye you know much. there's there's so many dog shit releases coming out where it's just the same thing over and over i don't there's like been the... so many documentaries and so many features about this there's nothing left to really put out new yeah like how many commentaries can bruce campbell do for the same movie right like it just i don't know it's starting to get old and the and the the art is cool but is it so cool that you want to spend another 80 bucks on no if it's ever if it's ever on clearance you know somewhere i'll pick it up but 
Yeah. All right. Coming to digital on December 21st and followed up by a Blu-ray and DVD release on January 4th is Antlers, directed by Scott Cooper, produced by Guillermo del Toro, and adapted from the short story The Quiet Boy by Nick Antosca. The release will include plenty of special features that will explore the making of Antlers, the creation of the film's Wendigo creature, and the fascinating real-life folklore behind it. Is there a documentary about why about how it was delayed for 17 years? I don't know. I'm kind of curious about that <laughs> myself. <laughs> I really want to see Antlers. So do I. It looks great. It looks great. Yeah, it really um, looks awesome. I started reading the short story after our show two weeks ago, and then I forgot to finish it. So I'm going to do that before next show. Is it just called Ant? No, it's called The Quiet Boy. Oh. Um, the, coming the short of antlers. Shut up. Ant. Shut, shut up. Get it? Shut your mouth. It's funny. Shut it. It's funny. Shut up. Ha. Coming to the U.S. and U.K. <laughs> markets from Arrow Video is a special edition 4K release of John Landis's classic 1981 film, An American Werewolf in London. Nice. Of course, there's no shortage of American Werewolf releases, but what makes this one special is the brand new limited edition statuette based on Rick Baker's legendary practical effects. Mm-hmm. That features a sculpt of the iconic werewolf hand mid-transformation reaching from the ground in the middle of London underground platform. That just makes me think of the canned turkey again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, this set is currently available for pre-order on Zavi.com for 180 bucks. Yeah, those those, those sets that come with the busts of things, like the there's yeah. like a bust of a character or whatever, those, those things are always expensive. Yeah, if you're like a hardcore collector, those things are dope, yeah. but uh, yeah. I don't know. It's not for your everyday collector. Well, no, never, not everybody's got the space to put a fucking statuette from every box set they get, you know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there will be, they did say that uh, there will be other releases, subsequent releases without the statuettes, but there's okay. already been so many releases of American Werewolf that why even That's, bother? So this is what know? we were just talking about with Evil Dead. How much more can you possibly do? Right, right. Exactly. Uh, Dennis Villanueva's new film, Dune, which, of course, is a smash fucking hit. Amazing. Uh, is racking, has racked up almost $400 million worldwide yeah, it's, this it's far. It's incredible. It's coming to 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD on January 11th, and will include a uh, pretty nice list of features for you to touch your little sandworm to. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> what are you doing in there? I'm... Dooning myself. <laughs> I'm doing, what you doing? Hey, what you doing in there? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Um, Scream Factory has dropped the prices of some of their uh, most... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You're moving on from doing already? Yeah, why? Oh, no. There, there, there's an important piece to that puzzle. Oh, what's the important so here's piece the thing. to the puzzle? The Best Buy Steelbook. Oh, right. I missed there's, a fucking Steelbook you, so thing? So there's three versions of it coming out of Dune. Damn They're, it. Best Buy's putting out a Steelbook, because that's what Best Buy does. They I have think their, that's their my first time missing a Steelbook yeah, in five Yeah, glorious, years. right? Actually, it's in terms of the three, it's in the middle, in terms of the art, right? The actual, um, the regular special edition that Target's getting mm-hmm. kind of sucks. I know that the color scheme that they're going for was like the sandy oranges, the like teal blues sort of you know yeah but there's like almost too much teal blue in the target cover to make it not look like a dune movie if that makes sense like it's kind of the color palette's a little bit weird on it yeah here's the one to get if you're a collector and you want to get a good version not not that i ever want to say give fucking walmart your money but the walmart exclusive is fucking dope like it's awesome it's one of those big thick boxes yeah and it's got like the um I think it's the flag for 
uh, the the house of um, oh god, why am I not thinking of this house of uh, oh my god, what is wrong with me? Atreides, yes, or the whatever? house of Atreides. Yeah. I think it's the flag that's on there, and like the packaging is just it's super dope. I okay. love it. That's the one to get. Like, so if you're a collector and you're looking at getting this, that's the I'm looking I'm at the point you in that direction. I'm looking at the thing that I was looking at. How did I miss the that there's a fucking I don't know. Is it on there? Uh, not in this article that I'm yeah. reading. I don't know, James. Well, that it's steelbook. You skipped over. I don't blame you. <sighs> well, that just pisses me <laughs> off. But anyway, moving on to. Well, I want to see these. What was your next? I'll one? look it up later. But yep. uh, Scream Factory has dropped the prices of some of their most popular box sets, including the Fly and the Omen sets, uh, sets which will be available for thirty eight ninety nine. I the, will give you my address for Christmas if anybody out there is listening. The Critters set, which is going for just twenty nine ninety nine. Several horror collections, including the Paul Nashi collection, Volume 1 and Volume 2, and also the Larry Fessenden collection. And as one final fuck you to Michael, in the year of our Lord 2021, the Friday the 13th box set is going for just $95.99. Go <laughs> fuck yourself, go fuck yourself, go fuck yourself, go fuck. How much did you pay for it? And I'm not, we're not talking about like this. Like $280? we are not talking about this. No, no. seriously. It was like, it was like $180. Oh, one it, no. It was so. over two, wasn't no, it? No, I think it was like a, it was like 180. Well, whatever, dude. This is half the price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself, go fuck yourself, go fuck. Oh. Yep. It's beautiful. That's it for blues. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to go on now. Um all right, <laughs> with you life, mentioned even. You mentioned the Evil Dead before. I'm going to cap it off with Evil Dead. Uh Bruce Campbell uh recently was talking about Evil Dead Rise, the new Evil Dead coming out. Okay. Um and uh spoilers here. He let some spoilers go. Do I want to hear this? Maybe um, I don't want spoilers. It's it's it's, it's just not because, like plot just because spoilers. you've had the misfortune of reading this doesn't mean that the rest of us should. It's not plot spoilers. Okay, but I'll read you what he what he says here. Um, he's like, this film will be different. This one's dark and it's pretty serious. Campbell tells Blairwitch.de. De is at Denmark. Denmark. Right? Denmark. Talking to the the Denmark. The Danes. People. Danes. <clears throat> um, let's see here. Good, strong performance. It's a single mom who now has to deal with this book of the dead. Uh, these days, it's more about the book. The book gets around, handed around, passed along. People try to get rid of it. They try to bury it or destroy it, and all they and they really can't. So this book just keeps popping up. So it's really just another story of what happens if the book appears in this particular group of people's lives and how it intersects. Um, he goes on to say, though, that this family is not the same uh, at the end of the movie. They're gutted. The whole family's destroyed. These people get possessed. Brothers, sisters, sons, daughters. It's a familiar, or it's a family affair. This this one's a family affair. That's He said that twice. Uh, they're all related in this one, which makes the possession and the killings your, of your siblings and things like that even harder. Oh, jeez. So that's a bit of a spoiler, though, that, like people that you see are definitely going to die which i granted well, you know I, that going in yeah but like, that's every single but Evil Dead every movie. version of Evil Dead that we've seen has always been friends the only family we ever had was in the remake between the brother and sister uh yeah but this one is all family so you know there's going to be some crazy <clears throat> like killing of you know your brother like do you think they're gonna still try to inject the humor into it or is it gonna be like some emotional like oh shit i had to kill my brother he Uh, said this one's serious and dark well that's kind of fucky so we'll see we'll see how they pull it off i'm excited for it honestly yeah i'm still stoked about it i'll I'll watch it but but the fact that it's family not friends like the friends thing always kind of made it a little easier to digest that like oh my god you have to kill these people you care about but at least it's not your brother (laughs) oh yeah i'd totally kill you 
if you were possessed. No, oh, thanks. You know? Appreciate that. No big deal. Appreciate that. But if I had to kill my sister... Oh, wait. Then I'd again, be though... A, I'd be a little more apprehensive. Cheryl, Cheryl was Ash's sister in the original Evil Dead. Oh, that's right. So... So, yeah. So, I guess that... So, who cares? So, I guess there's always been a brother-sister dynamic, but this is the first time it's full-on family. Well, it's like... So, what I'm thinking is, like, if a, like if a mother or father has to kill her child Ooh. that's fucked i hope so right i hope so nail gun <laughs> straight to the dick oh no <laughs> that would take so long to die from <laughs> just bleeding out <laughs> anyway uh that's your news all right cool uh well we're gonna take a little break and when we get back you're in for a treat oh oh you are because uh there's a killer turkey on the loose. And it's and he doesn't have a dick anymore and he's really <laughs> pissed off about it. <laughs> oh, and pilgrims. Oh jeez. All right, we'll be back. Throughout this Dulce, faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description. In space, nobody can hear you based. <laughs> See, I, I like I like the opening line better. <laughs> nice tits, bitch. In space. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it's okay, so this <laughs> It was literally it was the same opening line as Thanks Killing. Yep. Just adding in space. Yep. yep. Nice tits, bitch. It's how it should be, in fairness. In space. I would have liked this movie so much more if it was in space. Uh so Thanks Killing. Two is the lost movie mm. where in nobody in space nobody can hear you based. <laughs> That's the tagline to the lost film of uh, Thanks Killing Two. If you remember back from uh, a couple years ago when we did the first one, uh, Turkey, you know the killer homicidal Turkey is uh, he's now famous apparently in making Hollywood movies, <laughs> and uh, it was it was so bad that they uh, they shelved it. It was never to be seen ever again. Not just shelved it. They destroyed it. Destroyed they destroyed, it. Like destroyed all copies. It was like E.T., the video game. <clears throat> the old Atari game where they, they buried truckloads of it out in the desert. Is that real? Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? They buried copies oh, yeah. of it? Why? Oh, yeah. It was it was such an abysmal game. It was so terrible, and it sold so bad. Yeah. Rather than letting the copies of them sit in warehouses somewhere, the company, it was a big urban legend. For years and years and years, yeah. Uh, and there's a, there's a lot more to it than this, but like the, uh, the 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 game was so bad that they took all the remaining copies of it that that didn't sell that holiday season or around there, yeah. And they literally just buried them out in the desert somewhere. And it was it was a big urban legend until somebody actually figured out where that spot could have been, and they actually excavated it and found it. You can buy. You can actually buy things they pulled up like on eBay and stuff. Isn't there like? It, couldn't they be recycled or something? Not back. Not back in the eighties. No, they didn't give wow. a shit about the Earth in the eighties. Come on, <laughs> not even the Earth. Like, couldn't you? Couldn't you like pull the chips out and recycle? Like, repurpose the cartridges or something? Nope. Weird. It was probably. I probably. I'm assuming it was way cheaper just to make new ones. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the, the, if you're interested about the ET story, it's crazy. Oh, There's a. Uh, 
the angry video game nerd movie is all about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all fictitious, but but there was an actual uh, yeah excavation where they they dug it up and found it. That's they found cr- remnants of it all. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. That is crazy. Wow. There's there's some other games that were in there too, but yeah, it's mostly the uh, ET games. Wow. Yep. Anyway, though, uh, that's what they did. This uh, thanks killing too, and uh, Turkey, who now for some reason lives in the married with children house, and has, <laughs> I don't understand this movie. He's living the domesticated life. It literally is. Uh, He's, he, he looks he looks like Al Bundy sitting yep. on the couch yep. watching shit TV. He's got a yep. he's got a son who he hates. He's got a wife who he hates more. <laughs> oh god. I did have a good laugh when the 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 wife, the mom comes in. The son's like he doesn't want to try grandma's carrot cake and she's like, "No, you need to try it." And he's like, "I don't want to." <laughs> and then she, you know, I'm thinking he's going to just try some of the carrot cake, but then I forget they're birds, so she uh what what do you what what? What? Is there something in there? Mike's got something in his beer. What is it? Dark. I'm assuming it's sediment, but it's sediment that looks like rat turds. Oh yeah, I got it too, dude. Okay. Yeah, it's no big deal. Is it, ra- is it rat turds? That's the yuzu. It's the yuzu doing it. Oh, is that what that oh, is? Oh, see, like when will yours go away if you swish it up? No. Nope. Really? No. Nope. Oh. Nope. Mine My, went away. No, I got logs. Figure out what yours is. Dude, I got logs. Oh, dude, give it. <laughs> give, give that to me. I. It, it might legit be rat turds. <laughs> Drink it, man. No. Dude, drink it. No. See what happens. I'm, no. Come on. Uh, absolutely not. Let where's me pour your, that out. Where's there. the spirit of adventure? Um, okay. Before we get before we get any more into this movie, right? Yeah. We got sidetracked here, but it's probably good because we jumped right into this. Uh Thanks Killing Three is from 2012, directed by Jordan Downey, who did the original Thanks Killing. Right. Uh he also did a movie called The Headhunter, which I've never heard of. Shot. Um but nothing. Have you heard of it? No, I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't know. It, um, I actually don't know anything about it. It was just the only other thing that was uh, of note on his filmography. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, synopsis here. Don't, a foul-mouthed just, villain turkey uh, carves through... Don't engage. Don't engage. <laughs> you motherfucker. Foul-mouthed villain turkey carves through the likes of a rapping grandma, a mindless puppet, a wig-wearing inventor, a bisexual space worm. I don't think he was bi. I've issue, I I I have I have theories about the the sexuality of the space worm. Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> I can't believe that's a sentence that I just strung together. Uh, and they're equally ridiculous friends in this quest to recover the last copy of Thanks Killing Two. Oddly enough, aside from the um the questions about the the sexuality space, space worm's worm. sexuality, that is one of the most accurate IMDb <laughs> descriptions I've ever read. <laughs> This movie That's saying something. This movie okay, so Thanks Killing was one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Thanks Killing Three ups the ante by a thousand and does not disappoint. Like it's terrible. Don't get me wrong. This movie is not a good movie. <laughs> um, I guess by my by my the way that I judge it though, it's a great it is movie because I loved yeah. it. But like it's 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 intentionally bad in the sense that like, yes, they knew they had no budget. But for not having a budget, the movie actually looks pretty good. It really does. Shockingly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the effects aren't completely terrible for what it is. The budget was like $112,000 or yeah, something Yeah, and it was like a Kickstarter. That. 
Yeah. It was raised on Kickstarter. For I mean, as, a, as opposed to the original Thanksgiving, which had like a $3,500 budget. Oh, did it really? And it showed. Okay, yeah. Um, Although, I would say some of the... If I remember correctly, or maybe maybe my mind is just making this up because I haven't rewatched Thanksgiving since our original watch. Yeah, I feel like I remember some of the practical effects being like some of the gore effects being pretty decent. They were, yeah. I mean, I, I remember at least that way. But even still, so that was thirty five hundred bucks, four thousand something like that. Yep. The so one hundred twelve thousand dollars is still considered a micro budget. Oh yeah, and they did some pretty. It's just some pretty good looking stuff in this they movie. They stretched that money pretty far. Yeah. Um I was pretty impressed. I was too. And like this is the kind of movie you don't watch it <laughs> to to watch cinematic masterpiece. Like no. not at all. This movie is exactly what it's supposed to be and it knows it and it, it revels in it. Unfortunately, I feel like uh I would have liked to have I, I wish I would have watched this movie with you. Yes. Yeah. I we, agree. I had fun watching this movie. By myself, I would have had a lot more fun if I was half in the bag watching it with you. Which so, means we need to rewatch it at some point. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we should get a we should get a couple couple friends who won't mind watching a shit movie with us. Get drunk and watch this. Yep. Um I, I agree a thousand percent. It's it's the most it's one of the most ridiculous movies ever. Like it jumps back and forth in certain things. It goes <clears> from being live action to well, well let's just start right at the very beginning the very first thing that you see tits it's the, the very first thing that you see the very first thing it's a it's, it's a, a close-up of a of a nipple of a nipple <laughs> and it's a woman in a spacesuit not very uh airtight by the way she wouldn't be living very long and her visor was up <laughs> did you notice that she's floating through space and conveniently has two cutouts and it's not like the material had been torn away because there was actually uh um like hem yeah. like a oh, yeah. like a like like ribbing around the edges of the so this was a spacesuit that was con- constructed specifically so that her tits would be out in space yep tits in tits, space tits in space <laughs> and then you just see this shitty cg of the <laughs> of the turkey coming out of nowhere and he black spaceship he blasts her in half with his spaceship, and he just goes, "Nice tits, bitch." It's basically in space. It's basically the most adult version of uh, Star Fox. Is basically what it is. The little blip in the corner shows up, or like do a barrel roll. Only it's like a pumpkin pie for some reason. It's pilot. Sorry, pilot. It's the pilot. <laughs> he was pumpkin. Um, oh, it's so good though, and like that—that's all the footage you see from. Thanks killing too. That's it. Yeah. And then, like I said, it goes to Turkey sitting on his married with children couch with his wife that comes in who he can't fucking stand. His kid who is annoying as all hell. Um, <laughs> and his kid, his kid specifically, he's really proud of his new toy, which is a contraption that was specifically designed to kill turkeys. Kill turkeys. <laughs> but this yeah, is his so new. Cool. This is his new play thing. <laughs> Turkey ends up. Getting pissed about his movie being destroyed and murdering his wife by chopping her in half with his feathers. <laughs> that, I'll, I'll be honest with you. The effects of that the turkey cool. head being cut in half was yeah, actually cool. like really fucking cool. Yeah. So the movie goes, though, from this weird space thing to with, with real people in it to being straight puppets. Like, it's all puppets. Mm-hmm. And then it goes, there's, an, there's randomly animated parts. 
<laughs> with a gay cat. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> a, a, an anim, a gay animated cat kissing a giant butthole, oh, in, the, gi- giant butthole in the sky. <laughs> With balls hanging down. Oh my god! But then, like, by the time you get to the end of the movie, not to not to go back and forth here, but you like, have a mixture of like humans and puppets, and then you at the very end, the the final showdown is an eight bit Nintendo. <laughs> like, what the fuck? But they even say like, why are we in a why are we in a why are we in a video game from the nineties? And what's the answer? It's probably because they ran out of money, and it was very easy to do that all in like Photoshop. <laughs> Just conjecture, but you know. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this movie is, is is if you're laughing with us while we're describing this, this movie is for you, like through and through. It's it's exactly the kind of movie that you want when you're half in the bag, and you know it's the end of Thanksgiving and you need something stupid to watch. That's this movie. I would definitely. Uh, what did we watch this on? We watched it on uh, Pluto. It's free on. It's, it's free, free on Pluto. I actually watched it on Prime. Because it was free with a seven day trial for someone of some channel. Oh, was it? Yeah, because for some reason the the Pluto app on my TV I couldn't find it. Oh, even though I know it was on there, I couldn't find it. So weird. Yeah. Um. Well, at any rate, it's free on Pluto, or if you get whatever channel that is on Prime. Yep. Um. It's. This it's movie... weird. It's like I I can't I can't necessarily recommend watching it. Oh, I can. <laughs> But James wanted to do two movies that were actually probably good movies, and I'm like, no, 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 no. we got to do at least one of these. Well, you offered me four options, and I was like, okay, this one and this one. And you're like, ah, oh, damn it! I wish you were. Gonna, I, I, I hoped you were going to say one of the stupid ones. I was like, well, let's do Thanksgiving three then. One of these days, we will do Poultry Geist. We will. Eventually. One of these days. Um. Yeah. This movie was like, it's like if uh, if the labyrinth was made by Troma. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. I have another one. This movie was like if Trey Parker and Matt Stone were in charge of making a movie in the Stick Stickly universe. <laughs> See, I actually, <laughs> I actually, the was it the worm? I could have swore the worm was uh, was um, voiced by one of those two guys by uh, Trey, Trey Parker. Yeah, there was a lot. This movie did feel a lot like a South Park movie it did like the dialogue was very similar the yep. way that it was acted was similar with the puppets and all that like mm-hmm. it was very very similar like team america type stuff like yeah yeah if, if you're yeah so if, if this is in that vein it's even more stupid but it's in that vein uh it, it's 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 absolutely in incredible uh there, there's two humans at the very at, at, at that take place in the movie turkey is on his uh his his spree to find the the lost one copy of dvd of of Thanksgiving, t- uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving too. Too, yeah. It ends up in the bag of this puppet girl who's living in a dumpster <laughs> because she lost her mind, and her mind is personified by another weird puppet that looks like a uterus. Yeah, floating around. I don't know what they're. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know, James. I don't know. Uh, so it becomes the story though of this girl who has a copy of Thanks Killing Two because she finds it in the dumpster, and then Turkey because it's she doesn't just don't gloss over this. I'm sorry. She doesn't just find it in a dumpster; it's coughed up <laughs> by a talking garbage bag monster named Greg. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Um, 
Jesus Christ. So fucking stupid, dude. It's so stupid. Oh, man. Somehow, so Turkey ends up killing his son. <laughs> They're riding? Okay. Again, don't I'm gloss gonna, over no, this. I'm just going to say stuff, and then you fill in the blanks. How about that? <laughs> Instead of a yellow cab, there's a there's a service where you can call a seagull, <laughs> a yellow cab seagull, to give you a ride. And as Turkey and his son, Nibla, Nibla, Nibla. Are riding on the back of this, uh, the seagull who's a big fan of turkey, but then ends up pissing him off because he says he says, "Oh, flying is the best feeling ever." I bet you're jealous. And then uh, turkey ends up getting pissed off and pushing his son off of the the back of the seagull and letting him smash on the ground so that he can steal his soul. And then he uses his son's soul to. F- seek out the copy of thanks killing too but what he does is he actually puts the soul of his son into the dvd so it's just like a three-dimensional version of the cover of the dvd it's so fucking weird uh how much how many drugs how much drugs did the people making this movie do i don't know like jordan downey how much drugs did you do i I need to know this i go back and forth between uh a a bunch and none and those are the only two answers you either have to be high out of your mind or stone cold sober and know exactly what you're doing like totally so totally self-aware that's fair and i'm i'm leaning more toward totally self-aware it's competently made like for what it is it's competently made it is yeah yeah i i would love to i would honestly love to talk to uh jordan downey about making this this movie because he knew he knows what he made yeah yeah you know you know what you did and speaking from somebody who has seen the headhunter and knowing that it was a very cool movie Mm -hmm. and also very competently made with a cool with a cool story fuck yourself i hate you so much um I don't like I would I would really be interested to sit down with it because when was this made? This was made 2012. in 2012, which was I think I think the headhunter was made in 2015. When was it made? I was just looking at it and now I can't remember. Uh headhunter was made in 2018. Okay. Still, I mean 6 year and the funny thing is too is like I can actually you can see the similarities between the two movies. Even though they're totally different movies, and one of them is very serious, very serious in tone. I don't like, know that I see it. Shut up! You've never seen The Headhunter. Um, there's I, I, what? There's a there's especially there's there's a there's a part in The Headhunter where there's a creature that he's that he's fighting that moves almost identically to some of the puppets in this movie. Okay. Uh, like, like Muff. <laughs> what? No, not Muff. It's more like. Uh, like yes, the like the skeleton it, turkeys. Oh, the skeleton turkeys were awesome. Skeleton turkeys were cool. So that's the thing. There's there's parts of this movie. So for as batshit crazy, ridiculous as this movie is, right? There's there is some legitimately good artistic things about this movie. Like the puppetry is actually pretty good, and the whole the sequences that they craft, like when so turkey. Uh, uh, we're gonna skip all over the place here. Uh, there's a part where turkey gets put through the uh, the was it the 
Cluckathon. Is that what it's called? <laughs> what the fuck is that thing called? What was it called? Damn it. I have it written down here. Um, Cluckinator? Cluckmaster. Plugmaster the, One, the Plugmaster One, which yeah. was like the uh, the big version of the toy that uh, Turkey's son is playing with in the beginning, which was which was itself a sentient being. Yeah. Or well, I guess it was a. Well, well Plugmaster One was a sentient being. Plugmaster yeah. One was it was AI, but yeah, it was it's like it, very advanced AI. It's the almost kind of machine to the point you'd expect. In, yeah, it's the kind of machine that you would expect in like Pee Wee's Playhouse, where it comes alive and talks to you. Right. <laughs> Uh, and Turkey gets put through it and he gets half killed or whatever. And then like his soul gets revived by turkeys from the dead coming back up from like hell or something like that. But there's this whole sequence though where like these skeleton turkeys come back from the dead. And it's a really fucking cool sequence. Mm-hmm. It's really actually, it's impressive. Um, a and lot then, of the stuff they did in this movie was actually pretty impressive for not having a budget at all. And then the evil dead call out. Oh my God. The evil dead call was great. The whole end of this movie was the end of Evil Dead 2 with the vortex and everything and they're, oh, in the, yeah. and they're in the house and they're being sucked towards it. Yeah. It's all Evil Dead 2. Yeah. That, which is so I kind of love the movie just on principle. Except for the vortex coming out of somebody's asshole. Oh my God. That was unique to this movie. <laughs> Anybody who has no idea what we're talking about, it's just layer and layer of more There's <laughs> ridiculousness. A, you can't, I don't, like we haven't even talked about the disgusting rapping granny. Oh my God! The we haven't granny. we haven't talked about uh, Uncle Donnie. We haven't talked about Jefferson. There's too much going. That's the it's, problem. Is there's too much going on in this it's movie? Thanksgiving Land. I want to go to Thanksgiving Land and ride the gravy train. <laughs> Come on, the gravy train and what was it? The pumpkin pie wheel. Yes, <laughs> I did think this movie had a lot of similarities also to Halloween Three. Did you pick that up at all? Like Halloween 3, it's all about getting children to wear the masks and they're going to kill all the children. In this movie, the reason that uh, that Turkey needs to find a copy of Thanksgiving 2 is because Thanksgiving 2 was cursed and any kids that watched it or anybody that watched yeah. it would basically blow up. <laughs> like They would get destroyed well, for total he, earth annihilation. He, well, he put it in that weird uh, contraption and then it... It, it said that it was going to send out a wave of tryptodyne or whatever. Yeah. Like tryptodyne into the... Something like that, yeah. Like out in, out into the world. But it's very similar, though. It's like make a product for sure, unsuspecting yeah. you know, people to whatever. Maybe I'm stretching with the Halloween <clears throat> 3 thing. No, I'm guessing, I'm guessing there was like... There was... If you went back through with a fine-tooth comb, you'd probably find a lot of references to other movies. You know? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It, it, yeah. You don't make this kind of movie if you don't love crappy B, B horror movies from the, the 80s and stuff. Yeah. But that's, this is a love letter to that, hands down. Um, I thought the entire end sequence, though, just the, everything about the end, like when it picks up, was awesome. I also thought this movie could have ended about five times. Yeah. Past the hour point. It was too long. <laughs> it wasn't two sure. hours, though. No. It was like an hour and three. Hour and a half, hour and thirty six or something like that. No, because it ended up having. Because uh, when I when I looked at the timestamp, it was like an hour and fifty three minutes, and I was like, "How the fuck is this this long?" But it w- there was commercials on Pluto. Oh yeah, and the commercial true. the commercial breaks on Pluto are, are like seven minutes long. That's so, true. So um, mine so mine on Amazon was less than that. Then was it okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. There's also uh, not just because what the hell are the name of the uh, 
Oh damn! Uh, the dark crystal, the uh, the the things oh, in the, the dark the, crystal, the the, the, the skexus. Skexus, yeah. I've always thought that turkey looks like a skexus. That's why I said it's like labyrinth. And then if, yeah, well, dark and yeah, labyrinth, dark crystal, like any of the, I guess, really any of the. Uh, they fit right in the the Jim Henson, mm-hmm. you know, creature. What the hell is it called? The creature shop, the, the creature, creature work, shop. Yep. creature yep. workshop. Um, yeah, they fit right in with it, and. And like especially when uh, uh, Lumi, Lomi, the Lumi was the the uh, little the puppet girl. A oh, puppet girl, yeah, yeah. And then Rhonda, the the Rhonda the worm. Rhonda, <laughs> they, R- Rhonda the worm with a comb over hair and a gigantic mustache. Yes, <laughs> but but no genitals. No, no but also no. like to probe buttholes. No, had genitals because at the very end he goes, uh, Yomi goes, or not Yomi, uh, Rhonda goes, my man and lady parts when he gets half his body cut off. Oh, yeah. So he was, I don't know what he was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bi. It we, definitely wasn't bi because well, he we, says he's gay. We he only, says he's gay. We only bring it up because <laughs> at one because he says at one point that he, that him and Turkey had had some sort of love affair, <laughs> and Turkey thought that he was having sex with a female worm, but then he said that he had lost his male genitals in some sort of accident, and so he was. He said, "So that's right, you, you, you were doing me in my booty hole or something <laughs> like that." And then he looks at Lomi, and he's like, "That's right, I'm gay." <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, dude. Oh, it's amazing. It's, um, it's absolutely incredible. But the whole, like that whole, the whole uh, when they went into the oven to like go after uh, Turkey and the yeah. and the skeleton Basically turkeys. In hell. The oven is yeah, turkey like hell. the oven. The oven was Turkey Hell, and they uh, they go in. That whole thing was like. It was uh, like Dark Crystal, the Labyrinth, and like Fraggle Rock. Yes, all mixed together. Yep. And then there was the big Franken Turkey who wanted to be called what was the name? Blarth. You want to be Blarth? Blarth, <laughs> Blarth cracked me up, dude, because he was like, he don't would, call me Franken Turkey. He, he was like a metal singer or something. <laughs> so like he would just narrate what he was doing. At one point, they were running, and he came bashing through the wall. He's like, oh yeah, fucking came through the goddamn wall. <laughs> Fuck yes, Blarth, baby. It's <laughs> so stupid. Oh, it's incredible though. Oh man. Yeah, this the there's no way to talk about this movie and have it make sense. No, there's not. It's it, impossible. No, there's no point. Really. It's impossible to watch this movie and have it make sense. Oh, God, dude, it's, <laughs> I thought that they killed off Jefferson way too early. Uh he, he was funny as hell. Jefferson was the uh he was the the senior um what was he? The uh, uh, the, the, uh the head of security. Head of security. Head of security head. for Thanksgiving land. <laughs> And he, he had a broomstick with a butter knife taped to it. And he called it his long pike. <laughs> and he kept talking about when my real long pike comes in the mail, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the part where he the part where uh um Uncle Donnie wanted him to turn on the thanks Thanksgiving land yep. lights. <laughs> And he's like, Oh yeah, I'll just I'll get it with my long pike. He's and he's like, standing he's like, like three, three feet, feet from the <laughs> And it takes him like a solid minute and a half. And he's just narrating it the whole time. He's just like, ah, fuck. This thing is so, it's really hard to get this thing with this, ah, fuck, son of a bitch. Like, it's absolutely incredible. So stupid. Uh, Jefferson and um, uh, Uncle Uncle Buddy? Uncle Donnie. Uncle Donnie. Their their mother, uh, uh, 
the, the old granny. Like her name was Lois, but Lo- she became a rapper, so her name was Flois. Flo- <laughs> She's the most disgusting human puppet I've ever oh, seen in my life. So gross. But dude. she was fly as hell. She was. <laughs> the, part, the part where Jefferson gets down, and he's like, he, he's like being tender with her, and he's like, you gotta stop doing that thing where you. And she goes to sniff her fingers. He's like, yeah, you got to stop doing that thing where you sniff your own pussy. <laughs> and she sniffs her fingers. He's like, yeah, that thing. That's gross. Stop doing that. <laughs> she's like, these, these men, there's so many men in and out of your life. And he's like, I knelt down, put my mouth on his dick. <laughs> Jesus. It, this, this, it, no, no holds barred. Like, this, uh, it's absolutely amazing. What a stupid movie, dude. Worms prepping monsters asshole. Oh, the monster. The the worms uh the oh, worms muff. better half muff. I actually liked muff. 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 He was really muff cool. Was awesome. Dude. Muff looked like something that you would see in like Frankenstein's army. Yeah. Like sort of. Or like uh there's a shit. There's a uh there's like a comic or something where because you know how like the bottom of his face almost looked like melt like it was melting. He looked, he looked at the guy from uh Futurama, the squid guy from Futurama. No, it's well, black. yes, but there's something else that I'm trying to think, and I'm not going to be able to come up with it right now, so I'll get back to you about it, okay. but man, he looks exactly like something from another, like from a comic. Um, Oh. My. Go oh, I almost had it. I almost had it. No, well, it just I'll, like I'll, jumped into my brain and then and then left. Go ahead. I'll talk, you think. Yeah, go ahead. I think that my, my favorite <clears throat> character of the movie had to be the the wise turkey. Yeah, he was cool. The wise turkey was awesome, and that was the thing that reminded me the most of the Skeksis. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. Legit. Like he looked like a legit good puppet. Whereas, you know, Turkey looked like shit because he was supposed to. Like everything else, kind of looked like shit. Like, I mean, come on, you could see like the, the the bars that like the puppet bars and the strings. Like they didn't edit any of that stuff out. Like oh, you, could, yeah. you could see everything, which added to the charm of well, they what even, they were doing. They even at one point a part of Lomi's. Uh, felt was floating down to uncle donnie and he grabs it and then he reaches up and he cuts the string yeah oh yeah yeah. he takes a pair of scissors <laughs> and cuts the string that it was attached to <laughs> i love how lomi dies at one point in time and and they're like all she needs is a hand <laughs> oh my god the fisting part jesus <laughs> and to bring her back to life because she's a puppet he has to put his fist up inside of her <laughs> I think what we're describing oh, is that this movie's incredible. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's a what? work of art. <laughs> it's it's so stupid. I loved oh, one of the things about Muff, uh, one of the scenes that I loved was uh so Muff and, and Rhonda come in and Rhonda always rides on Muff's shoulder. And uh This is the worm on the monster, yeah. by the way. And at one point, uh at one point Rhonda tells Muff uh, it's time to do our. It's time to do our march, to it, it, like one of. It, it was supposed to be a scene where uh, Rhonda and Muff were kind of like pacing back and forth in the kitchen authoritatively to tell this tale, and and so Rhonda's like, "Do your march, Muff," and so Muff starts. You see him from the waist up start to march back and forth in the kitchen. And then at one point in time, very like they, prominently, like at one point in time, they cut down to his legs, <laughs> and it's pretty obviously just a pair of legs dangling <laughs> with no bones or anything, just like flopping around on the ground. <laughs> and then they do it again later on. They when Lomi and Rhonda are, are going through Turkey Hell, 
uh, like in in Jim Henson, like in Labyrinth and stuff, you never see the legs of the puppets. Yeah. And then when you do, they look ridiculous. Like it, like during the uh, the what the hell are they named? The flame, uh, the or the fire buddies or whatever the fuck they were called. You know the guys who could take their own heads off. In in Labyrinth. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Every time they show their legs, it looks ridiculous. Bow legged kind yeah. of. Like, and yeah, yeah. So they 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 do kind of a call out to that when Rhonda and Lomi are going through Turkey Hill. Why are you walking <laughs> like that? A, he's like, why are you walking all wide like that? It looks weird. And she's like, this is how I always walk. And her legs are just flopping all over the place. So stupid. Uh, Quint would have liked her. Quint. Yeah. Quint from Quint uh, like from Jaws, like those bow legged women. Oh. <laughs> Nothing like swimming with a bow-legged woman. Uh, yeah, this this movie's incredible. Like, it, oh, it, here's what is it? Here's the swimming with bow-legged women. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry. Uh, there, there's not much more we can honestly say about it. Like, it's it's just incredible. If you, if you <laughs> it's incredible at how bad and how good it is at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a work of art. It's a masterpiece. Yes, I suppose you could say that. Uh, check it out. Like I said, it's for free on on Pluto, and just if just you do yourself if you like stupid movies, you will like this movie. Oh yeah. Uh, I would never watch this movie with my wife. Oh, ever. ever. Why not? She would hate it so much. She would hate it so no. so much. <laughs> um, I got fifteen minutes into watching this, and Kristen was getting ready for for work. Mm-hmm. I go, "Oh, you're so lucky you didn't watch this," because she's like, "No, oh, a movie about a killer turkey killing people that want to eat it on Thanksgiving. Sweet, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I knew you're lucky." That really speaks to a vegan. You're 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 luck you're lucky you're ducking out of this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, ducking out. Ah, get it? Foul. Um, yeah, ten out of ten though. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go 10 out of 10, but... Oh, I would. I honestly don't know what kind of rating to give this movie. It it absolutely succeeds in what it's trying to do. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Yeah. But it's a fucking shit movie. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> but it's supposed to be, so I don't know. I don't. It's like a... What do you do? I don't know. It's a shit movie, but it's supposed to be. You know what? Then you just give it middle ground. Nah, screw it. Screw it. I'll go 10 out of 10, too. 10 out of 10. Done. (laughs) All right. uh, Moving on here to the more uh, serious of the two movies tonight. Uh, This is the first movie that we've done from the uh, In the Dark series on Hulu. Into the Dark. I'm sorry. Into the Dark on Hulu. Uh, This is called Pilgrim from 2019, uh, directed by, I don't know if you knew this, uh, Marcus Dunstan. I didn't know that. I didn't know it until the uh, credits came up. Dunstan checks in. Yeah, that's it. Uh, he's one half of the writing duo behind Saw, the Saw movies, uh, five, six, and seven, uh, four, five, six, and seven, rather. Uh, the Feast series, scary stories to tell in the dark. Like he's he's been all over the place. Now Feast is where he got his start, right? Because Feast was Feast was part of that uh, green greenlit show or Greenlight. Correct. I don't know that if I, I don't know if Feast was before Saw four or not though. I would need to look at the dates. Saw four, yeah, because that was their first Saw movie. Well, Saw, the original Saw came out in two thousand four. Yes, let's see here. And Feast came out in two thousand five, so it? Feast was before Saw four. Okay, so yeah, well there you go then. Yeah. So, um, um, so yeah. Anyway, going back to Pilgrim. No, Saw four was two thousand seven. Yeah, so Feast was before it. 
Yeah. So yeah. So yes. Yeah. That, that is where they got the start. Yeah. Okay. Not that any. Yeah. Because that, that was that. Because that, that was on that green greenlit show that Matt Project, Damon Project Greenlight. Yeah. Yeah. Project Greenlight. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So Pilgrim from 2019. A woman invites reenactors to produce an authentic first Thanksgiving for her family and friends. However, things take an unexpected turn when the actors refuse to break character. They definitely refuse to <laughs> break <laughs> character. I refuse <laughs> to break character. Let's be normal. I refuse. <laughs> I absolutely refuse. Um, this movie is uh, starring Rain Edwards, who plays Cody. She is the daughter of... Of Shane and Anna? No. No. Who was the who was Shane's wife? Who was the Ma? Yeah, who was the Ma? Uh that was um was it Catherine? Anna. Oh, it was Anna. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Shane and Anna. Uh Shane played by Kerr Smith. You know who Kerr Smith is, right? Jack on the Dawson. Yeah, that and uh what was he in the he was in uh Final Destination? Yes, he was. Yeah. Yep. Which was weird. Cause I I I I saw him in this movie and he's all gray. Yeah, and he's older now. So it's he's a silver he's a silver fox and I'm like, "Holy shit." Like cuz I Seal, I recognize silver fox. I recognize his face. I was like, "Man, why does this guy look so familiar?" You know his in the face, he actually looks a lot like the dude from um Nip Tuck. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, he does. You're right. And I, I never I, I never name, really but... I never really got into that show, but I know the guy's face. He looks a lot like him. He does. In the he film, does. like almost a younger younger version of him. Yep. Um, um so yeah, so Shane and Anna uh and Cody and then they have another son uh named Tate. Uh Cody is the older sister whose mother died in a car accident, father remarried. Wait, what? Right? What? No. Yeah. No, mom just left. Did mom just leave? Yeah, where'd you get the car accident thing from? Oh, I was watching a crew. <laughs> what were you watching? <laughs> I was watching a true crime documentary before I came over here. A crew crime? A crouton. You were watching a crouton documentary? <laughs> Sorry, getting everything mixed up here. Um, yeah, mom left or whatever. Uh... <laughs> what would you do if you were just the singular host of a podcast? Oh, I, I wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> People would be calling in all the time, like, "What are you talking about, dude? Nobody." Nobody's mom died in a car accident. Uh, but, oh, I was watching a Crewtown documentary. <laughs> I refuse to believe. She, she just loafed. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, Shane was previously married to to Cody's mother. Mother. Yep. Got remarried to Anna. Then they had Tate. Right. Okay. There we go. Uh, Ethan is one of the pilgrims that shows up at the house yeah. to do the reenactment along with Patience. Patience, uh, so they showed up like two days early. Yeah. And the family, the mother's throwing a party that's basically like Stepford, uh, they call it like Stepford Wives, where it's like all well, it the, the women in the area. It was the HOA, it was the, uh, like the homeowners association, yeah. like all the, all the bitches and, who and, were just... Who like nobody likes each other? They all talk. About oh, they're each all other fake. They're all fake as fuck. Yeah. Like it, to their to each other's face, they're like, "Oh my god, you did this! It's so cute!" And blah blah blah. And then as soon as Anna walks away, they're all like, "Oh my god, can, can you believe she did that?" Just stay <laughs> off Facebook. Yeah, like <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. So the awful thing is that's like that's how people are. Oh, absolutely, it is. <laughs> and I hate it. I hate people. So Anna has this good idea of hiring reenactors to come and. You know, bring their family together by celebrating an authentic Thanksgiving feast, right? Right. Well, the thing is that the pilgrims, they show up a couple days early, and they're weird right off the bat. Yeah. 
Anna, for some strange reason, I completely agree with Cody in everything in this movie. Get yeah. these people the fuck out of our house. Yeah, Cody's like, dialed. Cody's dialed in immediately. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, you don't think it's weird that these people showed up two days early? You're just gonna allow them to stay in our house? Yep, and she's That's fucked. And she's also definitely like a, a little bit. Uh, I, I'll say like social justicey. You know, like she definitely wants to stand up for the little guy and this and that. You know, like she, um, like she has the firm belief that the pilgrims came and are the worst thing to ever happen to the Americas and they never should have come here and the native Americans should have lived out their lives and yada, yada, yada. Right. Like that's, that's the opinion that she takes throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, now the pilgrims in this, in this, uh, situation don't do themselves any favors by proving that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, but that's, that's where she comes from. Like she comes from a place of you never should have come here, you know? Yeah. That, that whole thing. Right. Yes. Um, um, yeah, so it's the, the first, like, the first 25 minutes of this movie, even like first half hour are so uncomfortable to me for, for several different reasons. Like the first few, the first like 10 or 15 minutes are very uncomfortable because of how, uh, the dynamic between Anna, the mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the Stepford wife, like HOA wives, yeah. Um, and then there's like the there's like the uh, you know they're really they're really kind of like laying into this to the uh, you know like how everybody's too involved with their cell phones and technology and stuff. Yeah, they're really like they're really pinging on a lot of like oh, hot if you topics. You really want to pay attention to your family? Stay off social media for five seconds. Right. Right. Yeah. And they're it it. The I was really uncomfortable in the first few minutes though, where because once you know that all the the other moms are judging her, judging Anna, uh, like w- watching the pilgrims come into the house and her feel like really kind of cool and proud that they're there, but then knowing that the other moms are like talking behind, I hate, I hate. You did you feel bad for her? I've she was kind of a shit heel like she, she was, was she was I, too much of a I don't know dude like it was, here's the thing she was she was kind of I, I was conflicted about her character I was conflicted about her character as well until the end of the movie not to jump ahead here but there's I mean let, let's be honest we all know where this is going the pilgrims are are uh mass well let's not, well hold on let's go hold on let's she, yeah she says at the end though she says at the very end though uh when when push comes to shove yeah they the pilgrims want her to admit that she didn't. She took what she had for granted. Right. right? That's she was the, never grateful. For that's what the entire she had. point of the movie <laughs> is to not take things for granted, and we're going to punish you if you do. Right. 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 And her whole thing at the very end, though, she goes, "I'm not apologizing for anything. I loved my family, and I did the best that I could." Yeah. And that resonates to the beginning of the movie where she she did put on this face. But it wasn't because she was fake. I think that she really just wanted to be that person. Yeah, I think and she was trying her hardest to keep the family. She really yeah. thought this pilgrim thing was a good idea. I think she, she was. I think she was making to, to bond with her daughter. Like, like, she was making an honest effort. Yes, and all the other douchebag moms were judging her for it. Thought like, that she was like, oh, Miss Perfect Anna with her yeah. perfect house because they were the fucked up ones, right? 
Exactly. Yeah. But then, but then also she was she was also like kind of she was also kind of like hoity toity, sort of looking down her nose at uh, what was the boyfriend's name? Oh, uh, who, uh, uh, Finn. Finn. Finn's mom was she was like the working mom who you know previously had an alcohol problem, and so. That was kind of cringy. That whole she, like, like, like when she was telling her that patience was going to come and stay with her, and uh, oh, they're going to be cooking your meal too. Yeah. And and uh, Finn's mom was uh, was Catherine. Oh, oh. Was that Catherine? Yeah, Catherine. She's like, oh, oh, um, yeah. And oh, she's like, okay. oh, like, and she's. It almost seemed kind of performative, like she was doing this in front of the other mothers. Like, you just need to kick back, have a have a glass of wine and not worry about anything and maybe take a shower and well, like the thing was the she was being kind of a douche she too, was you know? no she absolutely was but the thing that but then but then you see Catherine later with patience patience is like oh drink this tea blah blah before you realize that the tea was you know right <laughs> what it was yeah <laughs> um but you have Catherine talking to patience and and patience is like you can very easily change your life by doing A, B, C, or D, right? Mm-hmm. And Catherine was just like, "Oh no, I'm a lost cause. Ha ha ha! I don't like doing that." Like, right. like, like she, Catherine's character was very much shitty. Like, like she didn't want to change. She just accepted her life was shitty and didn't care. Was basically how it was. Like she didn't want to put the effort in to making anything better for herself. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So in a way, like I understand where the pilgrims were coming from. Like their whole murderous spree was like, <laughs> was because, like, we're going to punish you for not appreciating what you have. Like the pilgrims had nothing. If you had family, you were lucky. Like you have, like they, at one point in time, uh, I think it was patience was like, you have. What do you mean? You have as much food as you could possibly ever want to eat. You have a shelter over your head. You have family. All things that, like, back in Pilgrim days was not a given. Yeah. And so you have all of these things, and you just completely take advantage of it. And so we're going to basically torture you until you respect that. Like, that's basically the the what the Pilgrim's MO was. That's what they were there for. Yeah. Now, here's the question. And I actually... Were these people actually Pilgrims from another time? No. Do I... you think they were actual reenactors? I actually... Th- I thought or was that, that a cult. I thought that for a little while. I think it was more like a cult. Yeah, like was, uh, that's right. Um, Ethan, he was uh, he was the Jim Jones. Ethan was obviously like a, a very troubled person. It, uh, did he say that he had lost his family? Yes, I think so he, he said had, that to Cody up in the uh, hallway. Right. So he had lost his family and and realized how he took them for granted mm-hmm. and now his main goal in life was to make people understand so this is, that they need to have gratitude for what they have so this is really a low key cult movie i think it's pretty it's, like i think said, it's, i think it's kind of a high key cult movie <laughs> like well, he, he's he's pretty much jim jones like and yeah. making people like taking people into his flock and making them cuz they all kind of look at ethan like a cult leader they all talk about him like patience talks about Ethan, like, well, Ethan does this, Ethan says this, Ethan this, Ethan that. Like, yeah, it's very much like, like, you know, uh, you know, Charlie says this, and he's right. Like, it's it's very much that. Well, in his message, it's not like, it, and that's I guess that's how I guess that's how they get you. I guess that's how the cults get you because yeah. Ethan's message was actually a good message. Yeah, like I want to teach people. I, I want to teach people gratitude. I want I want them to see what they have, and I want them to understand that they should be grateful for what they have. Okay, 
What? You know what this is? What? This is not Jonestown and it's not Charlie Manson. What is it? This is Nexium. It's the assimilation, mm. self help. No. It's self help, and there was the branding. No, because Nexium was <laughs> they, a Nexium was a sex cult. There was a, but it was the branding though. Well, that was that was more like because the branding thing was like scarlet letter kind of shit. Mm, okay, fine. Because at one because at one point in the movie, <laughs> uh, um, uh, Alex Mack is one step away from becoming a pilgrim. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> at one point in the movie, uh, mom, what the hell's her name, Anna? yells out like jesus christ or something like that and they're like oh blaspheme and so they brand they brand her with a b so it was kind of like scarlet letter type shit but like um yeah his but that's the thing like his his message is actually a a pretty virtuous message like be thankful for what you have sure sure it's just his methods are extreme that's true to, to to put it lightly but there is one like he's actually it makes me wonder because he's kind of doing work with them and he's especially kind of singled out the little boy Tate mm-hmm. and he's been taking Tate aside and teaching him these little lessons and Tate is being very receptive to these lessons and at one point Tate even says uh, like he says something about giving him a piece of candy and Tate says can I have another piece and he's like he tells him a little anecdote about like somebody who wasn't appreciative of what they had and at the end Tate says I should just appreciate that i already got one piece of candy yep. and he looks up into the sky ethan does and he's like see i didn't have to take everything away from this it's almost one like for him he's to learn being controlled too well i think it's, that, almost, it's almost like he he doesn't want to do what he's doing but he's i think he assimilated was it i think he was like uh you remember the movie um ah shit what the hell was it with bill paxton hand the hand frailty yeah Hand yeah, yeah. the yes. hand the hand of God killer kind of yeah 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 it's a, it's almost Very exactly similar. what it is yep. like he's he sees it's a good double feature actually yeah oh yeah actually that would be perfect um yeah like he's he's uh like he's doing the work of God like yep. teaching people to appreciate what they have and you know how people are when they feel like they're doing the work of God they're unstoppable right and it makes you wonder though like what if what if he was able to get to them. And make them appreciate what they had without them being so resistant to the message. Well, I feel like whenever would they, you're trying would to they change... Just, would they just have a nice meal and then everybody would go about their business? No, because whenever you're trying to change somebody's <laughs> fundamental like life, you know, their view on life, how right. they live their life, there's going to be like pushback to resistance that. you yeah. don't just start murdering people and cutting off well and that's and well and that's why people. that's why tate was so easy uh that's why tate was so easy to teach this lesson to because yeah. kids kids are much more uh receptive to having their entire worldview changed sure sure, right sure. Yeah, yeah so i i feel like the the first part of this movie was a lot more of what we've been talking about more of like the um you could look deeper into what they're trying to do and this and that, right? That was like the first part of the movie. Yeah. The second part of the movie was pure camp. Yeah. Pure camp. Yeah. And I loved the switch. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Did. Like it went from being a very um like deep thoughted, not deep thought. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like a, uh, like a uh, there's, a, there's a term for it and I cannot think of it to save my life. Uh, cere- not cerebral. Cerebral. Cerebral, sure. Like it, it, was, it was more, it was like a slow, bru- slow burn thriller sort of like. Yeah. Like kind of, yeah. Like more making you feel uncomfortable in your skin, kind of like. 
but then when but then when the flip the the switch got flipped, it turned into super camp. Yeah, like absolutely campy even, as all. Like hell. even the camera work like got really, yeah, like like weird kind of fisheye stuff to like. You know, especially during the feast portion. It was the second the family came together. Like when the, when, when the mom and dad, because the mom and dad, <laughs> now mind you, the mom and dad. I loved that scene so much. <laughs> Cody has been rebelling against this the entire time. And the mom and dad have both been like, no, this is great, blah, blah. Uh, uh, the dad was more not about it at first, but then they realized, oh, they're going to help me build a barn. Right. I can move my studio out or my, my office out of here. He was all about it too, and then it wasn't until they came together at the end when they all realized, okay, this is fucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's when the flip switch. Yeah, the switch flip flip switch. I always say flip that. switch. The flip switch. The switch switch. Um, the the switch got flipped in total camp at that point. Yeah, like they're evil. What does this movie and the first movie have in common? Uh oh. Um, I don't know if you noticed it or not. Assworm vortex. Yep, that's it. <laughs> The pilgrim opened up his asshole. <laughs> no, they both had uh, evil dead callbacks. Hold on. When hold on, give me a hint. When the family first comes together and they're reapproaching the house and they all grab like weapons and stuff like that. Oh like, there's, yeah. There's those Raimi quick shots. Yeah, like, yeah. It's and it's like it's all it's always evil dead. Every yeah. time you see that, it's always a Raimi thing. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. So both I loved, these movies had that in common. Yeah, I love that scene. And you're right, like that. It completely switched the tone of the movie. Oh yeah, right did, there. Did we just murder <laughs> as a family? As a family. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, well, was... and I I loved it too because I was like I was like, see, that's as as crazy as this is. That is that's the most realistic scenario. Like, I, I don't know how the rest of my family would fare in that situation, but mm-hmm. uh, in that situation. And hopefully, I never, I'm never put in that situation. But if you're up against some psychopaths like that, absolute carnage, like oh, yeah. just murderous rage. See, that's where like I think bash, like the when the dad picks up the giant stone and starts bashing the builder's head in. I'm like, nobody does this in movies, and I don't feel like it's realistic. Like, mm-hmm. like. Like they 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 hit them a couple times with stuff, and then you you think, okay, now they're gonna all drop their implements and and walk away or whatever. But no, Dad goes over and grabs a giant paver stone and starts beating him <laughs> in that. I'm like, that yes, this is how it would actually go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're which is terrifying to think about. I hope I'm never put in that situation. But you know, fair warning to anybody who might break into my house. I, I will bash picture, your head in with I a cannot, stone. I can't picture Bob bashing someone's head in with a paver stone but hey i can he's got sort of it could a, happen. <laughs> he's got sort of a quiet rage to him that bob i, I can picture I think it that the funny thing is we talk about how like, there's the two different sides there's like the more cerebral first part and mm-hmm. then the campy second part they tried to inject a little bit of gore in the first part of the movie and it felt almost out of place like it didn't work you know, like the story they were telling, like the gore didn't really fit into that type of storytelling. You're talking about when it came to the uh, like the butter churning scene and stuff like that. Um, before then, like there was there's a little bit of blood and gore they showed with people. Um, I, I can't I can't pick I can't think of what it exactly was, but I remember thinking that it was out of place. But then as soon as it got campy, it all fit like a glove. 
There's a couple of scenes leading up to it. Though. I don't remember. That was the first. It, that it was wasn't the first like, gore. Gore is not the right word, just but blood in general. Talking about the crow? There, no. I, God damn it. Maybe maybe I'm calling back to this wrong, but like I have a note. I have a note that says here uh, the trying to build tension with all the dead people and stuff, but I actually think the tension more lies with the pilgrims. Yeah, so the pilgrims did kill some people at first. Like there was there was dead people that the pilgrims killed before the big switch in tone. Well, just Finn and his uh, mom. Yes. Yeah. 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 So maybe the, yes, it was those two. I felt like though, well, that was kind of the switch though. It was not to me. It wasn't the switch. Was when the family came together and killed the builder. That was the switch for me. So everything that happened before then, though, I thought like it was. It didn't work. Like the pilgrims were creepy enough on their own. We didn't need to see the the sons get killed or the mom's you know body or and all that. So I I felt like you didn't need to see any of that stuff at that point in time, at least. Um. I feel like that's maybe what, I'm nitpicking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like that's what kind of set because there, I, there was a definite tone sh- tone shift when the family came together to kill the builder, mm-hmm. but that's when it went from like when when uh, when Finn and Catherine sh- turned up dead. Yeah, it was still in that creepy, you know, that the like the creepy slow burning horror True. sort of. There was still a tone shift between the 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 creepiness and the slow burn to the total kind of camp at the end mm-hmm. with the killing of the builder, but I feel like uh, what was the girl's name? Cody. I feel like Cody discovering Finn and his mom were even that was the switch. I'm not necessarily a switch, but like, well, it was the switch for her. For her, not for the audience, though. Mm. Like I felt the audience switched because the whole movie switched in tone at that point. Yeah, I don't I, know. I, go on, they go from they go from being like weird, cre- super creepy, stocky pilgrims to cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a big switch that happens, dude. Kerr Smith's head being on a plate in the middle of the table, and the pilgrims literally feeding his wife and daughter his own meat. <laughs> that was pretty funny. It was amazing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, <laughs> like there was a really weird twit uh, switch that happens at the end of this movie, and I'm here for. It. I love it. Yeah, it was. It was um, great. The whole the whole end of the movie was satisfying. I thought the uh, I I thought the, the song what the song that played over the oh, dinner yeah. scene it was like so happy go lucky for such a weirdly dark scene. Well, it was like a it was a it was a worship song. Yeah. Yeah, like as it's soon as as creepy. soon as they put a bite of the husband into the wife's mouth, it started going. I will praise you, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, that sounds like that sounds like Fat Boy Slim. Because yeah. I will praise you like a <laughs> shoe. Shut up. Um, yeah, and that that whole uh, the whole like the whole last fifteen minutes of the movie were so mm-hmm. satisfying to yeah. watch. To watch. Wait, why did why the did mother they... does beat the main guy to to death with her husband's head? Oh no no! Uh, she she hits 
Patience. Pa- I'm sorry, yeah. She beats Patience with her husband's severed head. I had a really good laugh <laughs> about that. I was like, there's no way. Because she gets <laughs> thrown... On. She gets thrown face down on the table and she comes face to face with the severed head and she eyed it up and I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And then she rolls over onto her back and grabs the head and starts hitting patience in the face with it. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) And I was like, because I'm watching this and it's campy, but then there was also, because the beginning of the movie was so serious in tone, I had this like weird break in my brain where I was like, I'm watching a woman beat another woman over the face with her husband's head. But then there was another part of me that was like thinking about the tone of the first part of the movie. And I was like, how do you, how do you reconcile that in your <laughs> you head? I just beat a woman with my husband's severed head. That's fucked up, dude. And that poor kid, like, you know, he's ruined for the rest of his you, life. You also get, did you get the impression that Tate was going to end up killing somebody? I really thought he was. But he never did. They set it up for it, though. It was a big swerve. Yeah. I feel they intentionally set that up for you to think that like Tate I, was going to be like the little maniac that saves the day and kills the main guy or something. But instead, he just gave people thumbs up when they stabbed somebody. <laughs> to cool, dude. Yeah, all right, man. <laughs> um, yeah, the last the like the last 15 minutes was, it was just pure, just sort of gory fun. Yeah. Watching people get their comeuppance and stuff like that. I yeah. thought it was... I, I really liked how at the beginning of the movie, there were so many people from the neighborhood in their house, mm-hmm. but then there was a weird shift where, uh, you know, it was no longer just Patience and Ethan in their house, but like a ton of pilgrims. Yeah. And... I think they just kept showing up, like little by little. They but were like all showing up. But like even when they were, even when the family went outside of their house, even when Cody went to her boyfriend's house and stuff like that, you never saw any other neighbors. It was almost it. It it did this weird shift where, even though they were part of a a neighborhood, they felt isolated. They did because there was screaming and murder Wait. going on in the house and stuff like that, and nobody ever came. Nobody ever showed yeah, up. No, no cops ever showed up. It it suddenly became this, and the thing where they were dunking her in the water in the backyard, like there was screaming the whole time. You it's would true. think that some of the neighbors would hear that and be concerned. That's true. But nothing like unless that ever the, happened. Unless all of the other pilgrims killed the other neighbors. Oh. I mean, probably not. Interesting. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. No, you're right though. I, I that's yeah. Like they made it. They they had Suspension a weird. They had a weird way of making you f- making the family feel isolated, even though they weren't. Yeah, you know. I agree. I do agree with you. I think that uh, before we before we end here, couple couple things that I because we're we're rapidly approaching. Or we're, we're over the two hour mark. Oh great. Um, couple things I noticed. Yeah. Uncredited. Did Liam Neeson come over? Come back and. ADR all of the main pilgrims dialogue because that guy sounded exactly like fucking Liam Neeson. Oh really? Do go back and listen to it. I will. I didn't think so though. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go back and listen. Um, he did have a great voice. He did. He did. Uh, I have to say, you absolutely hated the scene where the text message bubbles popped up, didn't you? I don't even remember that. I uh, Cody is texting her boyfriend and she's like, Can you believe they came over and did this? And like the, the two bubble things popped up on the side. Oh, did it really? Yep. 
See, I think I don't even notice it anymore. Oh. It was a trend that I Getting fucking hated for a while. But Getting used to it. Well, there's also a couple movies where it did it like way too much. That's true. This is only one scene. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like, old James is going to hate this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then this brings me to the best line of the entire movie. In the very beginning, Cody is fighting against the idea of the pilgrims even coming, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the one pilgrim shows Ethan shows up mm-hmm. and, they're at, and they're at dinner. And she goes, uh, speaking of reenactments, can I go to Rachel's house for dinner tomorrow? They're hosting a Nazi. Oh my God. I lost my shit at that line. I thought it was really? so fucking funny. I was like, oh God. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was. I and thought that it was, was that was the... she was being so crass about him being there with her views and all that. It's like this is equal, like like the like the the pilgrims and the, the Europeans coming over here and like just decimating the, the the native tribes in her view like was equal to her as the nazis decimating europe <laughs> and that was i don't think i like i didn't find a ton of humor in that i think because I, I was still in the part of the movie where i was just feeling very uncomfortable sure because that whole like every like everything about them coming into the house for the first 20 minutes of the movie just felt and it's because it's because i think that i I think I like put myself in that situation and thought about how incredibly uncomfortable I would feel. Oh yeah. And this is actually did you see that did you see that this was it, it kept saying based on a mostly true story? Yeah. And then did you after the credits did you see the picture that they showed? No. So the after the credits they showed a picture of a guy dressed like a pilgrim and he had three little kids in front of him and he had his hands on the little kids shoulders. And the guy had a, the pilgrim had a black bar over his eyes. And I was like, what the hell? Like, that looks like it was a real picture, like a real mm-hmm. family photo. And then, so I started digging in a little bit. So the the writer of this, Noah Feinberg, who was also a, uh, a, a production assistant, and I want to say he's been involved in a couple of other uh, Marcus Dunstan movies. Okay. This is, that was a picture of him and his siblings with a uh, pilgrim reenactor who came to stay at their house when they were younger. Oh, so this is... This is based oh, on... So, yeah, this, the, chills, the whole idea of this movie came from this. Like so He was, like, terrified of it when he was a kid. So this guy came... This guy was... It was the exact same thing. Like, oh, oh my, my mom set up this Harvest Festival thing, and they're going to do a, a first Thanksgiving reenactment. And... This pilgrim, the guy who played the pilgrim, came to stay at their house for a couple of days, and he showed up dressed like a pilgrim, and Noah Feinberg thought it was just like, oh, he's just showing up in character, you know, just yeah. to show my mom how he's going to be during the Harvest Festival, and he said, and then we went to bed, we woke up the next morning, he comes down to the breakfast table dressed in pilgrim garb again, and that wasn't the day of the festival, like, sure. We still had a couple days until, the, and he said the entire time he was in the house, he stayed in character as a pilgrim, told us stories about coming over on the Mayflower, told us stories about, you know, like hunting and trapping and blah, blah, like, and he's like, and it fucked me up for like years. And wow. so he was telling one of the, uh, one of the producers of, of, uh, of this movie about this. And she's like, well, do you have a treatment for it? Like whip something up real quick. So they actually ended up. Letting him write it. Oh wow! And awesome. uh, it's also also creepy as shit. Oh yeah, it's so spooky. Can we find one for your family? No, 
fuck no, dude. <laughs> I'm, I know. I'm just gonna hire him for you, and he's gonna show up at your house. Like I remember, <laughs> I remember going to uh, uh, what the hell was it? The something, something on the river in Bay City when we were younger, and they would do like Civil War era reenactments and stuff. And I remember okay. thinking. That's cool. It looks like fun, but then the dudes would walk around the rest of the day and talk to people as Civil War veterans, uh-huh. and I'm like, "That's weird, dude." Because I feel like you go home and you do this too, <laughs> you know. I'm just not that's, into that. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Like that's they'll go to those reenactments. A lot of guys don't break character. Yeah, they just don't do it. No, nah, not for me. I'm anyway. Sorry. Yep. Anyway, hey, that's that's Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's Thanksgiving. Yep, uh, we had a nice, uh, we had a nice time. Lots of family, lots of cranberry. Those damn Jerusalem cherries got mixed into the cranberries <laughs> this time, though. So, oh yes, well, uh, played hell on my tummy well, a bit. Until next year, James. Yeah, until next year. I've been Mike. I've you been... can find me on Instagram. Where Buzzkill Podcast. Oh, you can also find me on Twitter. You're getting weird. At the Buzzkill PC. And Facebook. Yeah. At the Buzzkill Podcast. Yeah. And hey, if you want to check out more more, more episodes, if this is your first time here, welcome. This is weird. Welcome, James. Welcome. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I don't this? know. <laughs> Uh, if you want to find us on uh, social media you can find us on instagram facebook and soundcloud at the buzzkill podcast you can also find us on twitter at the buzzkill pc and like i just said we are on all major streaming platforms so hey guess what if uh, this is your first time here please join us for uh, 258 episodes before this yeah it's a lot of episodes it is um uh, maybe you have a lot of time on your hands who knows uh but hey Tell a friend, uh, join us next week and uh, or tell two, your two tell weeks. your rapping granny. Uh, yes, the rapping granny. Flowis. Are we um are we going to do a double week here? Are we switching over at some point in time here? What's, what's the what's, date today? I don't know what's going on with that? I have no idea. We'll figure that yeah, out. Yeah, we got we, we got yeah, we might be doubling up. Listen, at some point in time within the next like month or so, there's going to be a doubled up weekend. <laughs> yeah. We keep promising Just so that it. we can get on the opposite recording schedule. Yeah, that I don't want to promise a certain date, so uh, yeah. you know, it is what it is. It might be next week. It might be three weeks from now. You have no idea. We have no idea. It's could fun. Be. It's fun, man. It's a surprise. We could just go back to doing every week anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> fuck you. All right. <laughs> Until next week, we'll see you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Cheers, mate. Cheers, bud. Later. Have a good night.